Masahiro Sakurai, I implore you to... Show me your news! This is Show Me Your News, a Super Smash Brothers Brawl discussion podcast. All support comes from the Smash World forums at Smashboards.com and the Smash Brothers blog at www.smashbrawl.com. And now, here's your host, Yoko, with... Welcome, Smash fans, to the special flashback edition of Show Me Your News, just in time for Christmas. Unfortunately, Yoko cannot be with us for episode 25 as he is visiting family out of state for the next two weeks. So I, Samurai Panda, decided to continue the podcast in his stead and will be your host for this episode. This special edition marks the longest podcast ever, clocking in at over three hours. I do not suggest that you listen to this whole podcast in one sitting unless you really love the sound of my voice. I'm joined this week by not one. Not two, but six guests. Buzz, one of the most popular guests we've ever had, joins me as the co-host this week. In part one of the roundtable, Buzz and I talked to Kolbesman, the first guest ever to appear on the show, about Porky's theme in the Frigate Orpheon. Then Pyro Loser Kid, a constant contributor to the show who, make, who made the uh, Show Me Your News Dictionary and Smash Wiki entries, joins us for part two to talk about the subspace movie and Kirby's hats. And for part three of the roundtable... Mick128, another of the most popular guests we've ever had, throws in his two cents about the Team Healer and co-op events. Finally, replacing the mail time this week will be a segment where I talk to Scav and M3D, two big names in the competitive Smash scene, about the history and evolution of competitive Melee, and how it will change for Brawl, the most in-depth competitive discussion we've ever had on Show Me Your News, so be sure to check it out. For you members of SWF, go and vote for the Forum Awards and who you want to win. Those expire January 4th, so get it done. It's really easy, really fun, and Yoka and I are actually in many of the categories. Special thanks go to our listeners on Smashboards.com, WeNintendo.net, and BrawlCentral.com. And without further ado, enjoy the special flashback edition of Show Me Your News. Roundtable All right, welcome to the very first roundtable without Yoko. I know, it's sad. Um, oh. This is the intro, so uh, we're actually recording this, oddly enough, after we recorded with Kolbusman uh, a few days ago. Um, and I'm joined today by Buzz, who is my co-host throughout this entire special episode. Welcome, Buzz. Hey, what's up, people? I'm back again to torment you all. Oh, it's, so. it's torture hearing you. This is this is the the first annual PandaCast. We just hope Yoko goes out of town every year so we can hear more PandaCasts. Yes, and let's also assume that we're, this podcast will be continuing next year. I'd love it to continue. I really oh, would. But, oh, you know. where's your faith? Come on. Faith. <laughs> right. Uh, it's really up to the fans. You know that. Yes. Uh, so, let's get this party started with uh, the scores for the week. Uh, I gave this week... A 6.5. I think it was actually pretty good in comparison to other weeks. I was rather pleased with some of the things we got. But uh, what about you, Buzz? 
I gave it a 1.5 pi in honor of Yoko. Nice. And uh, that adds up to about four and a half-ish, a little <laughs> close to five. Um, oh, it, I mean, it's a little that. lower than the last time I ranked just because of it's it's getting to that point where nothing impresses me anymore. Mm. I mean, and we, we got some nice updates, but we, it's all either old stuff or not thrilling new information. So yeah. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, the movie was neat, and, and we'll go over that later in the podcast. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, one point five pi. I think if you get over the whole, oh, you know, characters aren't being confirmed anymore. If you get over that, and I think I finally gotten over the fact that characters are not coming for a while, or at least they're gonna save it for, you know, December twenty fifth. Uh, we should talk about that too in the intro. Yes. Um, but Santa uh, Claus confirmed for brawl. Dude, I would totally main Santa Claus. Oh my god, <laughs> that would be so. He's a, cool. a DDDD clone. <laughs> oh, dude, that'd be so awesome. Or like alternate <laughs> costumes confirmed, and then you know we'd have a Santa costume for like half the fat characters. DDD and would be Wario. Awesome. Oh, that would be so Santa. cool. Wario and Santa Claus. <laughs> 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 awesome. I, I still think the best one, the most fitting one, even though he's not fat, would be Link because he already has the oh. hat. He just needs a red tunic and so cotton good. trim and everything. He'd be mm-hmm. great. Oh, man, I, I, oh, that'd be so cool. <laughs> Just imagine having, like, they, they should have in teams, like, a Santa Claus option. Everyone just red Santa Claus outfits. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that would totally Golden. be my team right there. Golden. Oh. But, yeah, so I think, like, if you get over the whole hump of, like, characters and stuff like that, then you can actually start appreciating the weeks a little bit more. I gave it yeah. uh, a 6.5 because... While it was better than the other weeks, it still wasn't a very good week, per se. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm just still being a little bit stubborn, because as far as I'm concerned, the game has a month till Japan to Japan release, mm-hmm. and then uh, a little bit later we get it, and then I'm just going to be depressed all the way until it comes out. <laughs> well, you know, you know what? Maybe he's out. not like revealing anything, because he knows the internet is going to reveal everything as soon as the game comes out. So, yeah, you know, not doing true. anything for three months, no, no character for three, for three months, and then all of a sudden we get, like, the next 20 characters uh, right like well that's what i'm wondering is like do you think it's possible we're gonna have just a day when he's like all right here you go folks and we get like five in a row or six <laughs> in a row, something. Uh, nah. i think that would be great and that would make up for everything <laughs> it would not make up for everything i would still be pissed off as hell but it would be nice <laughs> I, I, i'd love it um and actually uh in order to help you readers wean off of your weekly yoko uh, Yoko actually sent me his own little summary of each of these updates and his own review of the week, uh, and I'm going to be reading those along uh, while we do the actual um, recordings. Uh, he won't be able to do it next week, so this is just you know a weaning period, to, you know, to to get his opinions at least. So here here is what Yoko wrote Yoko viewpoint. <laughs> we need that Yoko viewpoint. <laughs> okay, custom so. made just for himself. Go ahead. He says, "I'm going to have to go with the 7.8 out of 10." You know, this week has, has been a lot better than the past weeks. For one thing, did you notice that there weren't any E4All rehashes this week? We got a great new stage, interesting music, and a video to cap it all off. However, there were some not-so-high points. Any week that we don't get an item or AT, I'll rate pretty high, but the team healer was a, a bit of a letdown. And while we finally get back in the flow of things with the character update, seeing all those Kirby hats was great, but that was supposed that was all, the only special move in the update. And, um coin battle so yeah great week but uh, some really iffy points i'm going with 7.8 on this one and uh, that's what yoko said so he, he rated i think it, it's it should be called a cash battle now but it's related. yeah seriously uh that's <laughs> it 
It's so weird, but uh, yeah, they have these nondescript bills. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> uh, the quote of the week. You know, let me start off with Yoko's quote. Yoko's quote okay. is, The siren screen, scream is a warning from the figgit... Figgit, wow. Frigate Orpheon. <laughs> I can't even talk today. Frigate Orpheon update. So, yeah. Um, I, 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 I'm surprised, actually, he chose that one. Um, mm-hmm. The siren scream is warning. When I, when I read that, I was like, "Is that wait? Is it a siren or a scream? Like, is it the parasite queen or is there like a siren that goes off, goes like warning, warning? You know, stage about to turn." That's a good question. Yoko's not here to defend it, so Yoko, why? Why must you abandon us like this? <laughs> that is why this is dubbed the Panda Cast. <laughs> yeah, this is what episode twenty-four or something. Or twenty five. Uh, twenty five. Yeah. So this is he's done for two dozen weeks. For twenty four weeks he's mm-hmm. done these podcasts. I think he deserves a you know, a two a podcast, two, yeah. two week break. I think it's nice. Um but I, I, I still, think one of the know, biggest things to you can attribute to him is consistency because consistency is one of the hardest things to deliver to fans. Yeah. Like the dojo has been consistent and we're grateful for that. Like, I started my own blog. I promise mm-hmm. daily updates, but the last, like, week, I've been missing days. Like, it's hard to be <laughs> as dedicated as someone like Yoko. Yeah. It, like, it is very hard. He, he delivers when he says he will deliver, and that's very respectable. And I, I'm really grateful for that. And so. people started complaining once he started releasing them around 6 or 7 o'clock instead of 3 o'clock. And it's like, wow, <laughs> guys, um, calm down. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and just be grateful that we have it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun to do, and... A lot of hard work involved, but he gets the job done, so... Yeah, and hopefully... I mean, he really has, you know, struggled to, to release things, so I can understand why he's kind of stressed out and kind of needs a, a little break from the podcast, so... Yeah. We'll yeah. see. He deserves it. Yeah. We'll see how, how it runs in the end. But uh, mm-hmm. what, what was your quote for the week? My quote of the day is from the co-op update. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, second to bottom picture, it says, The fact that it isn't bloodthirsty is nice. That just oh, got me going. That, <laughs> that was that the greatest quote ever. Oh, man. To me, that's just a Sakurai shout-out to the parents. Like, look, there's no blood. We're clean. <laughs> we're, we're good to go. <laughs> it said money comes out of them. Yeah. <laughs> that's so bad. <laughs> so this is one of those rare instances where a game is rated for gore, but not for blood. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm being... Yeah, I know. We- <laughs> but I'm just I've always imagined I've actually asked a friend about that I was like how can a movie a movie always says blood and gore can I ever have gore without being blood and this is a living example of that you beat the living tarnations out of your opponent and coins fly out but the, oh. see the thing is it kind of infers to me as if the other modes are bloodthirsty <laughs> it's like wait what in fact this is more bloodthirsty because there's actually something coming out of the character as they're getting hit <laughs> Well, and it's all about greed at this point. Yeah. Well. It's, this is uh, a really yeah, a good role model for the kids, you know. You know, they start punching <laughs> their little siblings and saying, why is it money coming out? Kick him on the floor. It's like, money, money. <laughs> because, you know, everything we see in video games, we jacked out in real life. Oh, yeah. Or so Jack <laughs> no Thompson says. And he so now, now it's teaching kids to be greedy and beat people until they give you money or it flies <laughs> out of them. Well, of course, that is assuming that they'll play the coin mode. And I think it's safe to say nobody will play the coin mode. Yeah, if you, I've checked my uh, melee record recently, mm-hmm. and literally, like all the numbers are huge. Like you know, you've played twenty thousand matches, mm-hmm. you know, fifty thousand KOs, blah blah blah. Coins, coins obtained. It's like thirty-eight or something. You like. actually played coin mode. I feel so so sorry for you. 
Well, this is this is back like when it first came out, kind of oh. long time ago. Like I haven't <laughs> touched it ever since I learned what it was. I was like, hmm, this is stupid, and I never played it yeah. again. So. That in bonus mode. Oh god. Bonus mode I've had to play because I've had noobs over, and they got tired of KOs and stocks and stuff, and so. That's, so they got tired of kind Smash of... Brothers, or <laughs> what? Well, they just yeah. I don't understand it either, but apparently with uh, bonus mode, they have more of a chance because you just do fancy things and you get points as opposed to just KOs. Mm-hmm. And when you're all advanced and play competitively, it's really not fun for those who really don't care to play competitively. So they do bonus mode. Yeah. Welcome I, to my I world. It makes sense. I feel so sorry for you right now. I, I know. This This is the Smash life in Idaho. <laughs> oh, if you Idaho. like Smash, if you like competitive Smash, do not move to Idaho. <laughs> I can say this is a warning Michigan. from an Idaho native. <laughs> <laughs> Where, what, what is the Smash capital of the world, though? Um, I believe there's two of them. Really? I believe. Well, if, in the U.S., referring to just the U.S., I'm thinking of New York and t- Southern California. Though to me, those are the Smash capitals. Mm, makes sense. And of course, Panda's house. There you go. Yes. And Michigan. And when Knuckles is confirmed, oh, should I announce this over the air right here, right now, and make it official? Oh yeah, go ahead. Okay, uh, I made a bet with Samurai Panda. If Knuckles when is Knuckles. confirmed, huh? When Knuckles is confirmed? Oh, sorry. When Knuckles <laughs> is confirmed on the dojo, I have to character. fly to Michigan and smash with him and Yoko, and probably isn't um, Red Darkstar Kirby over there too, or something like that? Yeah, but he's in the Dearborn, so he'll have to drive up if he wants to play with us. But yeah. Oh, I see. But anyway, yeah, I had to fly to Michigan and smash with the Michigan Smashers. So. Yeah. That is the bet. It is official. It is on the air. There's no backing out now. Knuckles will not be in Brawl. Just telling y'all right now. He is going to be in Brawl, playable character, now that Mega Man is deconfirmed. But we'll get to that in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, my quote for the week. There are so many good quotes. There there were just, oh, there's so many that are awesome that were just great. But I had to go with the most juvenile one because it's hilarious. It's from Kirby's Special Moves. The very first picture with Mario's <laughs> legs sticking out of Kirby's mouth. It says, when he inhales a phone, swallows, dot, 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 <laughs> if you know what I mean. That is an award-winning picture, just so y'all know. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> oh, man. And if you look at it at first glance, I mean, that's that looks like it could be Kirby's tongue. You're like, what is that coming out? <laughs> you know what? We should start a new thing. Picture of the week too. That's what we should that, do. Yes, that'll be part of season three. Let's let's save that for that. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, Yoko, I, I think, is still trying to think of something good for season three. Because hmm. I'm pretty sure everyone knows what the picture of the week this week would be. We'll save that for the updates. Indeed, indeed. So, um, yeah. Uh, what, what? Oh, yes. Now we can talk about the Mega Man deconfirmation thing. Um, let me go to the thread. Here it is. Uh, during a question and answer session in the latest Bionic Commando podcast, I have no idea what the hell that is. Um, Keiji Inafune, who is the guy that makes uh, Mega Man, I believe, uh, lets us know that Mega Man isn't in Brawl yet. His answer is pretty fun and includes uh, a little teasing throughout. He says this, Well, I really do love Sma- Super Smash Brothers. It's a great series, but Nintendo hasn't asked me yet if they can use Mega Man in their game. I'm still waiting. We, we have a little bit of time left. It's not coming out for another few months. They might get around to asking us if we uh, like to put Mega Man in Super Smash Brothers. Maybe if someone from Nintendo is listening to this podcast, they'll give me a call. Is what uh, Inafune-san said. And um, yeah, this is pretty much uh, as close to a deconfirmation as we can get, I, I think. Mm-hmm. 
unless Nintendo is facetious or crazy to. enough to use them without permission. Because it says Nintendo hasn't asked yet, but right. he hasn't been put in. Well, so, they yeah, could yeah. still be, like, you know, uh, doing his character already. He could be already in Brawl, but they know it's just an easy matter of going to uh, Capcom saying, yo, can we use Mega Man? Uh, that would be interesting. Uh, if they would just, like, you know, all of a sudden it's like, yo, Mega Man? And Capcom's like, yo, what up, dog? Sure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, I think another interesting thing is, like, if they did design him all the way and then they didn't get permission, they'd probably lock him away and he'd be one of those, like, uh, action replay Easter eggs. <laughs> Oh man, that'd be horrible. You're like, you're like, look, I found, I found his animations and his, in his data. And then unlock him <laughs> just like they didn't smash. Because people got a, uh, um, like Super Doodle Man unlocked Giga Bowser with his hacks and stuff. So nice. <laughs> you well, never know. I mean, uh, that's the hot coffee mod for uh, Super Smash with the Brawl. That's what you get. Uh, Mega Man drinking a cup of coffee. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Um, awesome. But maybe, maybe it could mean that uh, Capcom has given already Nintendo a different character. That is true. It could, I mean, it could be interpreted like that. Well, and I guess another question that comes to mind is what all does Capcom own that Nintendo doesn't have access to? Because, like, Capcom, for instance, makes um, some of Nintendo's games. Like, they made, uh, what's it called, Legend of Zelda yeah, Four Swords for them. They did. So they have a very tight relationship. So uh, to me, it's not out of the question to give them a character. Plus, they're you know? freaking huge. This is Capcom we're talking yeah. about. They blow Konami yeah. out of the freaking water. And yeah, Konami has Snake. They blow Sega out of the water, and Sega has Sonic, although for obvious reasons, you know. Mm. So not having Mega Man is kind of weird. It, it, to me, it makes mm. no sense. It could just be Keiji just dicking with us and lying on purpose because uh, Nintendo told him to, or something. Or we have no idea what it could mean if if Mega Man really isn't in Brawl. But if there's another character Capcom has in Brawl, who do you think that would be? I I don't know. <laughs> I don't because think anybody from besides Street Fighter. Megamon, I, nothing sticks out. Wow, that was a weird accent. Megamon, um, but it's like Megamon? it's like you said before. Yeah. I think Nintendo this time around is going for that WTF factor. Mm-hmm. They're really reaching out and saying, you know, this character is popular, but this character over here would make a great playable, you know, fighter. You know, and, in terms of that, I think probably one of the best fighter, like best characters that would be turned into best Smasherized character there we go mm-hmm. um, there we go it would be beautiful joe that's true too i think he would i mean he'd be perfect for brawl and of all, of all capcom's characters other than maybe uh dante um yeah i think that he and would I, make an awesome brawler i think they've already partially established like for example they got characters like ice climbers which is a game that nobody's heard of i mean yeah. no offense to those who have but um <laughs> yeah like i i didn't know about them till melee i was like what the heck with a couple yeah. eskimos but they make a great character. It's a unique character where they have two characters right. doing everything together. Very true. Um, so, you know, Mega Man, you know, he's a great selection. I don't think anyone would complain about Mega Man being in, but maybe, maybe he's too typical. Maybe Nintendo's like, eh, he'd be great, but that's that's kind of expected. Yeah, that so. that might be might be it. Because, I mean, Sonic was an expected one that you definitely would see. Knuckles oh, yeah. is a good WTF that you don't really see coming. Yeah, yeah. Well, Sakurai already told me Knuckles is not in Brawl, so we can just put that discussion. Well, I am Sakurai, so how could I tell you that? <laughs> Crap. Exactly. I forgot I made that deduction earlier. Yeah. It was indeed you. Um, so let's talk about December 25th right now. Do you think there's going to be a big update? I think yes. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is I lived in you know in Asia for a couple of years, and mm-hmm. like Christmas has spread across the whole world oh, like yeah. whether you whether you believe in religion or not like it's just a holiday that everyone accepts you all get together you put up a tree you give gifts it's everywhere mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I can't see him not giving a, a decent update. Like, maybe we we may not like it. It may not be a character, but I'm sure he'll give some kind of shout out to yeah. you know, Merry Christmas, Christmas. Here's a good update kind of thing. I, I agree. Actually, um, a lot of people use the argument that Christmas isn't celebrated by Japan. That argument is a complete fabrication and is a lie. Mm-hmm. Japan celebrates Christmas. They're very big on Christmas. Yeah, only 2% of the population is Christian. So what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they all celebrate Christmas. doesn't matter. They all know yeah. about Santa it's, Claus. It's just a holiday. It's just a festive event where yeah. you get together and give gifts and do things. And so it, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. And every single region uh, on you know the Smash Brothers, Smash Bros, Christmas is there. You know, even New Year's is celebrated differently by Japan. <clears throat> at a different date, I believe, too. So you can't really, you know, do that. I think the biggest holiday ever would be Christmas. They did have something for Halloween. They had a pumpkin. Well, um, and think back to last year when the Wii first came out. I don't know if you remember this, Samurai, but mm-hmm. they gave away Mario Brothers for free on Christmas Day. Really? Yeah. Oh, y- yeah. If you If you went on and downloaded it that day, it was zero points. They gave Mario Brothers away for free. So that, that's kind of proof that they do recognize Christmas to a degree. So I think we'll get something, but as to, you know, how good that something will be, that's really up in the air. Uh, I don't... Well, hmm. the, there's another theory about it, too. I mean, th- this is this is a little more far-fetched, but mm-hmm. um, everyone was really excited when Metroid Prime 3 had their Metroid Prime 3 demo channel preview thing, and a lot of people are speculating mm-hmm. maybe on Christmas we'll get a preview channel no, for, for Brawl. No, I hate that. <laughs> Like when people when people speculate Mega Man's birthday is coming up, maybe they'll announce Mega Man. <laughs> These dates have nothing to do with Brawl, nothing. Yeah. You know, like True. December twenty fifth, you can definitely you know make a correlation with a good update because it is Christmas time. But you cannot right. say that that would be a date for the preview. It might happen. Maybe they'll say here's a present from you know the Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But in all honesty, I sincerely doubt that is even a possibility. Yeah, it's. It, we'll just have to see what happens. I mean, it's three days away, so yeah. we're all can just two days we'll by the time it airs. Oh, that's true. Yeah, three days from the time recording this. But <laughs> yeah. um, I just think it'll be interesting to see because he, he he may give us something great, but he may also give us. <laughs> we love you. We're going to give you four assist trophies today. <laughs> like, <laughs> <dang>. <laughs> oh man, it'd be awesome if all those assist trophies were deconfirmations. That'd be nice. <laughs> like all Mega Mega Man, <laughs> this trophy and. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> I, I would actually want Takamaru. He's a pretty cool character. Yeah, he is. But anyways, uh, let's go on to what's next. Ah, the Jumps Festa. Yeah. So I, that's, I actually um, don't know much about this, so you'll have to fill me in. Well, on in, part of it, it really, it's it's Shonen Jump, which is a manga um, magazine that usually has a convention, and this year they have some video games coming, and they have Brawl. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's it's very very interesting. Uh, Kokichi, I think, is actually going to it today. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know, yeah, but he... um, yeah, in the end, I've been looking on YouTube for videos. There hasn't been anything, and of course, I search it in Japanese um, because oh, yeah, yeah, for it's obvious the better reasons. Source. Um, and in it's the same exact demo I hear. I hear hear that they have like a trailer going, kind of like they did in E for All, which was the Subspace Emissary thing. But they actually had uh-huh. a trailer going. Um, I don't know how true that is. Uh, and they say that they see WarioWare stage or, or, or something like that, something to that effect. Um, I don't know if that's real or not, but that's just a trailer. But the playable demo is exactly the same. So like I said before in the last podcast, it is exactly the same. Don't get your hopes up. Uh, the only thing you should hope for is new videos, if anything. Um, well, and another thing to think about, like when 
when people are speculating, like, oh, they'll, they'll have a new up-to-date demo. Like, yeah. it takes a lot of resources to make these demos. Mm -hmm. And all these things they're doing for us and for the public to get their hands on the game, to try it out, and to test it, blah, blah, blah. Um, that's not increasing the price of the game. We're still going to pay a flat 50 bucks for the game. Yep. And you think about that in terms of, like, how come they don't put that much emphasis on other games, like Elibits or something? Well, it's because it's not going to sell as well. They're banking on this game selling huge amount of numbers, but we're not going to pay anything extra. So Right. Although, if they really... Had, I wish they had a collector's edition. That would be so cool. Oh, I would buy it. Yeah. If, if they had a $100 collector's edition, I would buy it. If they had a $200 collector's edition, I'd buy it, because I'm, the, I'm that big of a Smash fan. Yeah. Exactly, and in, uh, of course it depends on what comes with it. If there's several packs, like I know mm -hmm. Halo Three had like, I think it was what three packages. They had the basic, I, yeah, uh, I think something like that. Legendary, and you, in the legendary you got like the helmet kind of thing. Yeah. Like, whatever it came with, I would buy it. That's just how much of a Smash fan I am, yeah. and then it sounds like you are too. So, oh, yeah. it would be awesome if that happened, but eh, the odds of that actually happening slim to nil. But I mean, yeah. like I've said before to people that they they had a Japanese demo for the game. They they showed right. it to the Japanese press before they showed it to the American press and the American E-for-All. And the demo right. was exactly the same thing. Well, so, and, that, and that's what I'm saying. That was my whole point for all yeah, this is that change it. since they've already produced a demo, they're not going to produce another one. Like, mm -hmm. they have their demo, they're going to reuse it several places. Yep. So. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think actually we're going to wrap up this intro with... Um, Yoko's uh, impressions on two of the updates. Like I said, this intro is recorded after we did it with Colbusman, and after we recorded with Colbusman, uh, I got this um, summary from Yoko. So uh, the two updates we, we cover with uh, Colbusman are Porky's Theme and the Frigate Orphean. So I'm going to read right now Yoko's impressions on these two things. So here is Yoko's impressions on Porky's Theme. <coughs> It's very annoying dissonance at the beginning, but once it gets into the main melody, it sounds like it's being played by a concert band. Very nice in terms of the orchestration feel that we've been looking for. Could I imagine this on New Pork City? Along with the ultimate chimera? No, not necessarily, but it's a good, triumphant, evil tune. It gets the seal of approval, if you will. So it looks like Yoko actually do, does like uh, Porky's theme. That's good. Yeah, I talked to him a little bit about it um, in real life, actually, not even over the internet. So, uh, yeah, I knew that he liked it because it was orchestrated, but, you know, I, as big as a proponent for orchestrated music as I am, I can't get myself to be excited about this about that that song. It's just... Oh, know. yeah. It's just, well, and like I said, it, uh, it's, it's a mother update, and it's good for mother fans, but seeing as I'm not a mother fan, I don't really appreciate it the same way. Right, so. yeah. Yeah. I agree. Okay, and uh, his impressions on the Frigate Orpheon. One of these days, I'm going to mispronounce this so bad, I swear to God. It's, it's Frigate Orphean just does not the flow frigate off my tongue. Orifice. Yes! <laughs> oh, I just thought of something really bad that I can't say on air, but... Never mind. <laughs> yeah, we'll I, save I, that I really... for the Easter egg. No, I couldn't. <laughs> uh, he says, I freaked out when I saw this. I've been wanting a Metroid Prime stage for so terribly long, especially without lava, that it's not even funny. Could there have been a better choice like Artifact Temple or Impact Crater? Perhaps, but this is surprisingly good. Although it looks dull, the stage rotation makes it unique, but not retarded see Brinstar Depths. Uh, I'm looking forward to the music potential for the stage the most, though. Um, 
there needs to be the Metroid Prime theme, Space Pirates theme, and a Fendrana mix of sorts would be icing on the cake, if you ask me. Great update. What the hell does Fendrana mix mean? Um, Fendrana Drifts is the, the snow place. No, no, and... you said mix. I know, but the mix is like you take you take the music and change it. Like oh, I know on a like remix, on ocremix.org, right? mm-hmm. I have a couple Metroid Prime One songs, and they're really good. Like they're they're the kind that I just listen to on a whim, just when I'm listening to music generically. Mm-hmm. And um, he's right. I agree with him. That a Fendrana mix would be perfect because those that was part of what Metroid Prime made Metroid Prime One great was the environment. The the atmosphere and the music, how it matched. It was just yeah. great, so Very I agree true. with him. Although he does see, uh, seem to agree with me that the stage is ugly. You're ugly, Samurai Panda. I'm beautiful. All pandas are. Yeah. I'm in danger. <laughs> no. Yeah, well, we'll still play on it either way, ugly or not. It, it is pretty bland, but yeah. I guess we've already discussed this update. Right. What you will hear in the future, but yet we've yeah. already done it. <laughs> ah, paradox! <laughs> Oh, man. <clears throat> See, there's my voice again. It's been going in and out. But anyways, um, yeah, for the rest of Yoko's impressions, we're actually going to be reading them as I introduce them uh, during the other segments of the roundtable. So uh, with that, I think that's uh, that's the intro. Uh, I think it's about time we get into the first part of the three-part roundtable for the special flashback edition of Show Me Your News with Colbusman and, of course, my co-host this week, Buzz. So uh, look forward to that. Welcome, Smash fans, to the first part of the three-part roundtable in this episode. Um, I'm joined today by Buzz and Kolbsman this time. Say hi. Hey, what's up? This is Buzz. Hey, what's up, Smash World Forums? It's Kolbsman. Uh, I know there's no Yoko this time, but, you know, please bear with us. <laughs> I'm trying to make this as entertaining as possible for y'all. So, um, yeah, today we're going to start off with one update that did not make the cut and that is mother porky's theme um i'm just gonna go ahead and say that i hated it um yeah i mean told us more what what do you think about it i actually loved it because one thing it did not sound too much of a midi file it actually sounded like it was orchestrated Mm. and it had this really marching band sort of feel and being a band geek that I once was, it kind of just kind of stuck to me, and I loved it, actually. It was great. Hmm. And I'm not a really big Mother or Earthbound fan. I've never liked anything from it. I didn't like the music or stages in Melee. I've never really been a big fan of Ness, but I mean, I might change here. I like the new stage. I really like this music. I really don't understand how you hated it. I don't know. It was just the beginning of it. Like, when I first started hearing it, I was like, wow. This really sucks. And then by the end, I was kind of like, wow, this didn't suck as bad as I initially thought it did, but it still kind of sucked. <laughs> so, it did, it did start out like a little slow, and but then just when it got to the marching part, that's where it did really stick into me. What about you, Buzz? I personally didn't like it that much. <laughs> I mean, there you go. I just have particular tastes. I'm, I, I'm also not a Mother fan or an Earthbound fan of any that sort. This will, to me, this will be just another song that'll play in the background and on the stage, and I'll learn to recognize it. But can't say it's one of my favorites. Well, you say learn to recognize it, but this is going to be on that um, New Pork City stage, and yeah, um, are you actually going to play that stage? Well, 
I'll be definitely playing on it. Like maybe not very as much as others because it's probably gonna be banned. And like I like Hyrule's a banned stage, but I play it a lot with people, so. You know, I'll really? come to recognize the tune at least. I, I hate Hyrule. I refuse. Like when a casual player walks in my room and says, "Let's play Smash," I'm like, "Yes, okay, just no Hyrule Temple." That's, <laughs> that's pretty much what I say. I, oh, I, I love, don't. I love Hyrule Temple. That was possibly my favorite stage of the whole game. Really? And I think Hyrule Temple is debatable. The music cooked me in. That was. I mm. love Hyrule Temple's music. I love that it's returning back. And it was always a stage that we'd always play on, even though, yes, my buddies were wimps and would run away from me because they had no idea how to play smash all they could play was halo but <laughs> i liked the stage because uh it was just you had a lot of room to smash in and yeah but still, yeah uh, i don't know I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of it i think it just depends on who you're playing with because like if people come to you like if you if you're drawn to each other and actually fight then really any stage isn't that bad, and even Hyrule is enjoyable to play on because you have a lot of fun terrain, a lot of platforms. I like how you but put yeah, that. But yeah, if, if, you're if people together. abuse it in the least, um, it's really an annoying stage, and a lot of people do abuse it, oh, so yeah. it's not very popular. Well, yeah. And you got a point do, you, there. do either of you guys know what the hell that thing with Porky and Pokey is? Like, I don't know, like mistranslation. No clue. Or I hear people. Like I said, yeah, we have no mother expert here, so True. we really can't get any background. I have a friend stuff. who's like the biggest Earthbound fan, I could ask him. I don't know. I think it's just like um, like I read somewhere, it was like just a weird translation thing mm -hmm. between Japanese and America. Like, I think Japanese it was Pokey, and or it's, here it's Porky, or something like Earthbound, it's Pokey, or Mother 3, it's Porky. I uh, yeah, I also heard that like when he came into power, he became Porky, and I have no idea what that means, not playing any Mother game myself, except for the first five minutes of Earthbound 1, which bored the hell out of me. But um, yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm I'm sure this song will be a great, you know, nod to the to the the mother fans, and they'll be able to oh, recognize yeah. it, and they appreciate it. You know, obviously we have three people here right now that don't know much about it, don't really care for it, and there's really not much more to say about it. So oh, that is very. Do you true. think we should have a listen to it though? Uh, I would, but I'm not actually going to be able to edit this due to my incredible lack of um, audio editing abilities. And ah. my incredible lack of caring to insert the song. Mm -hmm. um, well, here, you hear that Smash Bros. Forms? So you're gonna have to go listen to it all by, all by yourselves. So you're I gonna know. have to do this on your own. Think you can handle it? <laughs> I, I think that was a resounding no. I could feel it from here. <laughs> Before the episode's released, we can you feel disappoint it. Disappoint me. <laughs> well, you know what? This is one of the things that you know Yoko brings to the table. You know, this and the entire Show Me Your News. You know. Thing. <laughs> We're newbies at this, Yoko! Help us! <laughs> I think, actually, um, for Yoko's opinion on this, I did talk to him about it. He loved it simply because, like you said, it was, it was orchestrated. He thought it was really good because he loves the orchestrated pieces. And um, He and I are yeah. big music buffs. And I think, has he ever attended any classes for music? He actually um, was on the path to be a sound engineer. So, yes. Yes, ah. he has. I'm only connected to music because I've just been in a band. I've always, I've always been in symphonic bands and uh, just bands since junior high. That's the you, same for Sugar Poultry and me. So what did you play? Um, I played, well, I played a lot of things. Right, right now my mains are basically baritone and tuba. And mains. Sugar Poultry plays. You main flute. instruments. Yes. 
Yes, it is, it, believe it or not, they are just like characters. You main something, but you can also learn something else to counterpick certain orchestras. Certain so. <laughs> culture nice. plays everything, but she mains piccolo. You remind me of an old buddy I had. I mean, myself, I played trumpet for most of the time. I think for half a year, I played baritone because the teacher needed me to, and I, I wanted something really easy. But well, I have a friend of mine who mastered every instrument, not just in band, but in the string department. He was the biggest band geek I've ever seen. He was great. <laughs> hey, guys, I can play the recorder. That's amazing. That's, I that that's a wussy thing. instrument, though. You can't get anything out of it. Uh, yeah, I played it back when I was two. Anyway, back to Brawl. <laughs> oh, man. I, I used to play piano. You got you got. Yeah. Smash performs. There's tangents like these throughout the whole thing, so you just gotta were, remember that. There what? was a balancing factor named Yoko, and he kept everything in line. Who? What? <laughs> <laughs> just so people know, this it is 3:15 a.m. right now on um, Wednesday, technically Thursday morning. Yeah. For samurai well, that's Panda. where you are. That's where you are. It's about it's only, only 1:15 where I am. Yeah, and same for me too. So well, only Robert Samurai Panda yeah. is suffering immensely. Coleman and I. Are quite sane at the moment. I was on a sugar rush, but it's kind of dying out now. So if I fall asleep in the middle of this, uh, blame on a Colbusman. Oh, oh, oh! You suck. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I mean, more so you do, but you know, <laughs> for making me do this. But all right, guys, I'll, I'll keep us on track this time. Frigate, Orpheon, Orpheon. Yes. Yes. Orpheon. Yes. 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 Awesome yes. Stage. Yes. Awesome stage. Wow. Awesome. A power. plus 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 plus. Oh, you guys Great fire. <laughs> okay, I have to say, when yeah, I, when SB I, when I, hates like, this stage. No, 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 no. We're no. gonna bug him the rest of the the whole thing. We're just gonna bug him because he hates this stage. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I did never said I hate the stage. I just said that you stage was dislike ugly. it. I said That's the stage close was ugly. Enough. Okay, other than the platforms and the parasite queen thingy, whatever it is in the background, the rest of it is ugly. It is dull colors. You know, I'm, there's no background. I'm, under, I'm confused by those statements, though, because when you say ugly, I think it's very, very well designed, and it's straight from the game, and it's very well textured. When you say ugly, are you just saying, like, the color? Because the ship, naturally, isn't very attractive, but it's a very immersive environment. I think it's yeah. really cool. It's what Buzz said. If you, you've got to play, you have to have played Metroid Prime, the first level. It's oh, dark, I, I have. I everything is dead, everything is dark, and when you get to the Parasite Queen, that's where all the action popped up. And Look, I'm not well, asking for you, I'm not asking for the stage to be all colorful, pink, and, you know, rainbows, yes, yes and, you and are. unicorns. Stop it's, it's got, SP, it's gotta be pink, doesn't it? <laughs> that's nice, I like that. Oh, no. <laughs> but look, fabulous. Nice, wow. But look, okay, no matter what you guys say, Th there is no there's there are like a few little things in the background like little like computer esque kind of like ancient things in the background that's or whatever. What the, but it's a frigate. It's a it's frigate. A space yes, station. but give me a, that's give me a damn background. It needs a background. But yeah, when I when I woke up in the morning and I clicked it and I saw frigate Orpheon while it's loading, I was like, "What the hell is that?" It just confused. I was like, "Whoa." I had no idea what it could be with just that name, and I realized like people are people when they see the name of that, they'll be like, "Whoa, what, 
the hell? Because I mean, everything, okay, everything I, ha- usually is a really easy name, I think. I quote from the back room, Samurai Panda, post number 2,353. Frankly, I think the stage is ugly. It is. <laughs> I didn't say you it was nice. You had direct citations, Buzz. <laughs> Holy crap. Look. You the, the, English <laughs> nutball. <laughs> hey, I didn't state it in MLA proper format, so just lay off. But anyway, on, in terms of the stage, when I yeah. first saw it, I thought it looked beautiful in terms of like the detail, and it's it's Metroid, and it's going to be a great stage, and mm-hmm. I think it won't be anywhere near as bad as Brinstar Depths was. Oh, Brinstar Depths rotated, but Brinstar Depths was a piece of crap, and it had the most ugly terrain, and it was just hard and annoying to fight on. This one at least is flat. See, this is what I don't That's... get. Like, Sakurai seemingly has something about lava and Metroid, which he always combines, lava slash acid, and then now it's rotating and Metroid. No other stage has <clears throat> ever rotated, yet this stage rotates just like Brinstar Depths, and I don't well, understand let me, why. Let me ask you this. The two rotated states, what do you think of those as individual stages? Like, imagine those as separate stages. What do you like of those layouts? Note that Smashville actually moves around. That one platform that we thought was stationary actually moves around. Take a look Mm -hmm. at the very last screen. And take a look also above, right above that, you know, with the, what they're about to jump onto. Note that those two platforms in the lower right and lower left-hand corners are not there. When, you, when they're flipping around and whatnot. So I think that the platforms will actually move. Personally, I think I love simple platform style. And moving it around, changing it up is great. You know, Fountain of Dreams, um, Battlefield, <laughs> Poke, Poke Floats, no, sorry, Pokemon Stadium, rather, um, are some of my favorite stages. So seeing that makes me really happy, and I actually just love the layout of it and the fact that you know 180 degrees easy to tell uh it changes it up but not really too dangerous and really adds uh, a not too bad stage hazard to it and i don't know i'm a huge fan but one thing that really helped out for me on this one was like you just said the layout Mm -hmm. it wasn't like brinstar depths it was rocky it was jagged and it was hard to just maneuver past it here and glitchy yeah it was it is flat. It is level. It is a perfect level design. It's similar to all the re- all the other stages. Mm-hmm. It's a great layout. I love the layout of the stage. It is easy to maneuver. Yeah, and I think it's much more aesthetically pleasing than say Final Destination. I think so. it's pronounced aesthetically, not aesthetically. <clears throat> well, I think it's Samurai Panda. Uh, tomato, tomato, potato, potato. <laughs> Panda, you corrected me on Pokemon last episode. This is just getting out of hand, Samurai. Okay. Well, I know. It's Pokemon. just something about, like, pronunciation and, you know, not Phil's aim. BMA. Phil's aim. Like, I always call him Phil's Ame, but I don't know how to pronounce shit. <laughs> well, obviously you do, since you just pronounced it correctly. <laughs> I did? <laughs> well, you pronounced wow. shit correctly. That was, you, you can't pronounce shit, and then... Never mind. I am full of those bad jokes when it's too late at night. Um, yeah. So I hear an echo I, in the background. It's quite, kind of distracting. The stage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, prime representation. What do you guys think? Yay! I'm happy because that is such a great series. Yep. 
it's awesome it's because like it just seems like they placed a lot of the focus on whatever is the most recent, which is good because you know yeah, people are drawn to games. Yeah, that whole debate with uh, I swear, um, there's a whole big debate uh, with uh, the design of Samus. It was oh, how'd it go? It was it's like taking elements from Prime while also taking elements from Zero Mission. But then people were like, oh no, it's just from Zero Mission. It's like oh no, but there's parts from here from Prime. And I'm like. The design, I mean, I can't really see too much of Prime. It look, actually does look more like Zero Mission. And now seeing that they're actually taking stuff from the States that haven't been really popular in Japan, it's great that they're actually looking towards the American audience because Japan aren't the only people that are playing this game. you got to have uh, the universal, not universal, worldwide... Uh, Appeal? I'm at a loss words now. Um. Appeal... It's late for me. (laughs) It's late for me, too. (laughs) It's a worldwide something. Let's just say it's worldwide appeal. and That's the word I was thinking of. You... (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? Um, We... I think everyone has noticed that Sakurai seems to be avoiding the Prime series if, you know, whenever possible. But the first ten minutes of the game and he takes the damn stage from that seriously... It's a trilogy. Why is that a bad thing? It's a damn tri- it's a trilogy. He has so much to do, and yet in the first ten minutes of the first game, he decides to make the stage from that. What the hell is a Parasite Queen? I don't remember. It was years ago. It was ago. the very first boss of the game, and it was a very memorable part of the game. Maybe for you. It's basically where you learned how to be Samus, how you learned how to maneuver past everything, how to sidestep, and that's. I guess that's why he picked it. I mean, it's different. I mean, yes. Well, the, this I was stage. This stage has far more history and credibility than, say, Ice Climbers. This, uh, like, because like, like this. This stage actually is recognized by people, and I mean, there are a lot worse things in this stage. I think. True, but I, I just think the source material is so rich, so vast, so deep that Sakura could have pulled from so much more than this. And he may yet. There. I mean, I was hoping for prime representation. I'm glad that it is. And I was actually hoping for some, especially from like the Artifact Temple where he fought Meta Ridley at the end. Spoilers, I guess, if anyone has, hasn't beat that game. I don't know why, because it's a great game. Uh, or like Fendrana Drifts. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That was also a good area. Fendrana Drifts. It's a region in Metroid Prime 1. You familiar with it, Samurai? I'm familiar with Metroid Prime 1. I've played it and beat it, but I have no idea what that is. Vendrana Drifts is the icy region. Just the whole snow place. Oh, yeah, yeah, Snow. I mean, with Ice Climbers, I'm pretty sure snow is taken care of, though. (laughs) That's very true. And then you did have, like, Metroid Prime 2. Even even though it it wasn't as good as its first game. You can say it was bad. It was bad. You can just go ahead and say it. No, no, it wasn't bad. bad. I thought it, it, was it was harder. Yes, it was frustrating. It, great. it was harder, yeah. but I liked it. I thought they did, it was just a horrible, stupid, silly twist that shouldn't have existed. But I mean, a lot of people pointed out that you know the whole phase on, you know, in out thing could have been, you know, an interesting twist. That yeah, I did actually have a really it. interesting stage idea. Um, what was it? We you were set in dark aether and you had those little light crystals around your area and then when you were in there you were safe you were protected you didn't get hurt it was a big stage hazard sort of thing so when you go outside in dark aether you get hurt if the light crystals shatters like, like you aether. have no knockback but your percentage would just like 
raise up percent to the roof. Dodge? Yeah. I mix percentile and percentage to make percentage. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> percentage. I'm a loser kid. Add to the dictionary. Yes. Go. <laughs> Seriously. L loser kid powers activate. I just change. I just change words midway through. I just change my mind. <laughs> it just becomes a dumb it's different. It's late. Sorry. Everyone does that. <laughs> but I'm just saying that, like, like that, that. Hazards are okay in my opinion, as long as they don't interfere with like your combos and whatnot. Like, I'm, I'd be right. perfectly happy with the stage where you, your knockback's unaffected, but your damage just rises, like in a dark aether setting. Mm -hmm. That would be kind of trippy because then you're just like rising in damage, and then you're knocking each other out. That would be kind of trippy, because, you know what, there hasn't actually been, I, I can't believe it is called it trippy, and wow, but, you know, there, there hasn't actually been a stage like that. All hazards, you know, kind of have hit knockback. you. Yeah, have knockback, but don't, like, steadily do damage or anything like that, unless, no, I, I can't think of anything. Was there anything in Melee that did that? You you could take damage if you were off the stage in a magnifier. Whenever right. you're in a uh, really far off the stage, yeah. um, your damage does go up slowly. That was the only time, yeah. Yeah. I don't think there really was a stage that caused stage has the um, caused damage that didn't really actually affect you. I mean, you had like Brinstar deaths where it did actually affect you. You hit the lava. No way, that's not Brinstar. <laughs> that's the regular Brinstar. It's Brin yeah, the first Brinstar. You know, it caused you damage, but there was no there was no stage that actually caused damage, but didn't no provide knockback, any knockback. Yeah. Well, then it wouldn't be really a hazard per se. I mean, it. I think it would really depend like how much, how fast, you know. If it was too fast and too much, then I think the hazard would really get annoying. But, eh. anyways, let's get back onto specifically the Orpheus. Um, Orpheus? Morph? What? Orpheus. I didn't say Morpheus. I'm not that. You said no. I didn't say Morpheus. I said Orpheus, and I connected. You said Orpheus. It's Orpheon. What? Really? Forget Orpheon. Holy hell! It is. <laughs> huh? Maybe it is later than I thought. Alright, do you guys think the Parasite Queen will attack? No. Um, I wow. vote no. It's another crate situation, in my opinion. Well, what the hell? I'm uh, looking at it right now. The screen where it's kind of flipping right there. Um, the Parasite Queen is actually out of the cage. That's because in the mm. game she had uh, holes. The, the layer around her. Do you mm. see in the screenshot behind her how there's that yeah, little yeah, opening? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's probably how she's getting through. So then, that's how it was in the game. Do you not see her attacking at all? I could see like a laser coming out of her mouth or something. In in the game, no, that's, yeah, that's, she that's, she sprays the acid stuff. But in this in these screenshots, we don't see any evidence that she actually attacks. I mean, I think I think if there was Sakurai, would have said it. He would have said, "Oh, and the Parasite Queen attacks from behind, just like he said the Ultimate Chimera comes out and attacks you." Well, he would Sakurai, have stated it. Sakurai also didn't say anything about like I said before, uh, Smashville's you know single platform moving. I, mean, well, I don't that, know. That's a, that's not, a pretty big detail I, for the stage. Well, it might be a big detail, but it's not like something like the Ultimate Chimera, where it actually affect. It's just just one moving platform back and forth. There's, it's not really as big as a stage hazard. Mm, yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I'm personally of the opinion that I think they're not telling us everything um, because I think they do want to save some surprises. I wouldn't be surprised if she did attack. I would be disappointed though. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't think it'll awkward. No. And so, like um, the rumors that great attacks. No, but, notice um, that uh, Snake is crawling on the second screenshot. The second one? Oh yeah, he is. He's over on the side, just kind of leaning down. Yeah, so uh, maybe we'll get crawling sometime soon. 
That's so. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking we were get crawling like the next day. We didn't get it though. Unfortunately, cause yeah, I want to get that one. We're still thing. waiting for that one because I mean, the biggest thing with crawling is that we hope we get some details from Sakurai where he actually explains maybe is, a blatant benefit. Because yeah. right now it's just like, mm-hmm. what the heck? This would be good for that. That is actually the, that's the update that beats Mario Circuit for longest amount of time for an update. That is true. It's Mario Circuit, yeah. You guys stated in the, I think it was you guys that say in the podcast, this is the longest one, but it's not. It's crawling. That's the only thing left to uncover from the Nintendo World trailer. Which is kind of annoying, because I, I think they, they think if they wait long enough, then we'll all forget about it, <laughs> or something. Well, but obviously, you know, there's, there's also new new people to the dojo and new people to following Brawl, because some people don't are not like us where they've seen the first trailers and have been following it day by day since the beginning. We worship it. Doesn't it have I know. There's people that don't worship site. this. It the doesn't the dojo the is our sustenance. We, we, this is our bread and water right <laughs> yeah. here. Seriously. But I mean like... Eh. We, can't, we can't start the day without our morning dojo. Watch on Friday. <laughs> after, the, after we finish recording this Friday it'll have crawling. That would be horrible. <laughs> Oh, come on. At you, least they you, would get it out of the way. Plus, yeah. we got other good updates. I mean, Thursday is pretty good. We, well, I guess we won't discuss it now, mm-hmm. but that's, I thought I, that was a I will say that the updates have sunk pretty far to the point where it's starting to become impressive again. <laughs> uh, you know what? Like, I, I'm still incredibly pessimistic because I can't see a reason why they do this. I know for, like, I'm positive that they knew the delay was going to happen. And I don't, th- I don't you know, go into the whole thinking that they're, you know, trying to extend the updates. I think that there's a, re- there's a reason they're doing it, but what that reason is, I don't know. Maybe because um, maybe because I kind of around the holiday. I kind of disagree, just because, mm-hmm. like, I'm only looking at things like, for example, Snake's triple update, and like things where they used to package large things together, and then all of a sudden, out of the blue, when Sonic hit, they just stopped. No, like, they did DDD after Sonic. DDD. No, I know we got we got uh, one more no, character, but I'm saying. I remember the penguin. It just slowed way down. Like DDD, we got him one day, and then his moves the next day. Whereas previously, we got package updates. No, Snake happened for a reason, though. That day, actually, they had to lift the embargo on the video that was released in the uh, Snake. Uh, I was like Konami, like. Uh, oh yeah, the Konami thing. conference where they actually yeah. showed uh, Snake. There was actually uh, there was an embargo on showing that information to the public until the day that they showed Snake. So they showed. But what's Snake to stop them? What's to stop them from doing it separate days? I mean, just because the information is out there, why do they have to show it all at once? I, I mean, yeah, we had that is a good point. We had I have e- no idea. We had e for all details up to Wazoo, but we've been getting trickled e for all updates for months. Oh well, God! Horrible. Again, I think people have said this before. We weren't supposed to record at e for all. We weren't, we weren't supposed to know that information. Indeed. And yet, we do know. I, I mean, I was without video recording, we would have known. Gimpy would have told us everything. He was there, and I, he literally, he told us everything that happened in the game. I was, I was attempting to organize a squad for them to get in there and steal a demo disc, <laughs> but it didn't quite work. Well, you know what? Maybe they'll do that in Japan with the Jump Festival. Or you can just, you know, buy some plane t- tickets to Japan and try it again. I can't do that until I see Knuckles confirmed and visit Michigan. Otherwise, it's not much, so. You know it's going to happen. It, it, it will. All right. So I'm going to laugh so hard the day it says AT 
knuckles. And I'm just going to come right up to you, SP, and just say, ha, ha, you didn't get your wish. Oh, God, I'm expecting it, too. I I'm, I'm live in daily fear that that's the new update, <laughs> knuckles as an assist trophy. Oh, God. Well, I, I so he's seriously thought. your most wanted character. Uh, I've, I've said it before, like, I don't play characters because I like the characters. I was born and raised on Sonic the Hedgehog, and yet I don't feel any particular draw towards the character. I don't main people because they are my favorite character or because of who they are. I main people because really? of how they play. I main people because they're fun are you to serious? play with. I'm the complete mm -hmm. opposite. Most All are. my mains are based off of characters that I really like. I love Mario, I love Bowser, I love Link. I like playing as well. I think Pikachu is the only character that I actually play as because he's really that that good. Mm -hmm. I, but I also like playing as Gandorf and like Fox Samus. I mean, I just like the characters based off. And I'm I know I'm gonna main Snake because he's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, see, well, I, I, that, I, I, that's I, ironic. I, you guys mentioned that because I'm a perfect hybrid of the both of you. I play characters that I like, but style is a factor. Mm -hmm. Like I, I like Bowser, person... but I hate his style, so I don't play him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I think the only characters I actually play as that I like their style, I think would be probably Marth and Zelda Sheik. I, I like mm. how they how they play, but the others I just like because they're my favorite characters. I believe she's been dubbed Shelda. Yes, Shelda. Shelda? Yes, Yoko, Yoko, Yoko called her Shelda hot. one day. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, that that's like why Knuckles is such a big deal to me, because there are very, 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 very few characters that I like, and Knuckles happens to be my one one of my all-time favorite characters of like period, video game characters, and it's very very unusual for me to go do something by emotions. I know I sound weird, but you know if Knuckles is in Brawl, I will have, you know, I will main him. It's that's said and done. Well, the well, problem is is that I, I actually I mean, know because I know that my most wanted character will not make it into Brawl. My most wanted character happens to be, in fact, Leon S. Kennedy from the Resident Evil series. Ah, uh, that's not going to happen. I'm sorry. I know. Yeah, see how bad I feel now? <laughs> yeah. But luckily I have my second. I have Ridley. That's going to... He's going to make it. Yeah, I don't yeah. care what any... All you guys on Smash Bros. Forum says, he's going to make it. Who says he's not? In all honesty, I... Because like... stupid people. <laughs> I know they're stupid. I know they're ignorant. They're not thinking how Sakurai thinks. He looks at Rid Sakurai looks at Ridley and he goes, "Nice move set. He's gonna be in." These guys just think, "Too big. He's not gonna be in." I'm I'm just like, "No, no, 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 no. He can't be too big. You have other characters in the game that have been ten times bigger and they made it in. You have characters that have been ten times smaller and they made it in. Mm. They can resize." True. Oh. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, I, so, I'm the big Uber Metroid Ridley person fan. I think, I think obviously go, you guys um, know I made the the Ridley Club, which went down the toilet. True. Which is all too bad, but you are one of the few people that you know stuck with it, and you know was actually a respectable member of the Ridley Club. But anyways, let's go back to the uh, let's go back and finish the Orpheon, Orpheus, whatever it's called. Well, I was going to say, since Samurai Panda is unaffected by emotional decisions, Frigga Orphan will indeed become his favorite stage over the period of time. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think about Snake's ass in the third picture? Oh, oh, Snake. Oh. And he's got back! Dang it, you took my line. <laughs> <laughs> I was seriously going to say, hey, Smash Dash, Snake got back. <laughs> 
Oh, you man. know it's going to be in Smash Dash this week. It's going to say Snake got back. Just I hope point it does. Right there. I'm going to be like, yes, he does, because he's Snake. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, Smash Dash is a uh, a new Flash that's being made by Second Stamp. Um, very, very amusing. It's it's a recap of the updates, just like Show Me Your News, except much shorter and uh, very, very humorous. Um, so I can't out, wait till the guy tries to pronounce the uh, music for Mother. <laughs> Shogi Sakanag? I don't know. Shogo Sakai. SB, you know how to say it. Shogo Sakai. It's very simple. So the power. Japanese good. The power went out. What do you guys think about that one? About the what now? The power going out and everything like that. It's, you know. That is a cool effect. And I like that they. That did happen in Metroid Prime. Sometimes the power would just flicker on in some of the rooms when you enter them. Yeah. They actually got that from the game. I think that's awesome. And this, the lighting of the platforms is dead on to how it was. And you can actually see everything. <clears throat> I think so, the finishing so. touch would have been having all the characters appear in thermal visor mode. <laughs> oh. oh my god, that would be amazing, but I would hate to play no, no, on no. stage. No, 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 cooler, cooler. X-ray visor. Back to when um, the electricity shots in the SSB-64. Hello, I'm using Zerzu Samus. And what the heck would Kirby have inside him? Just like Kirby and Jigglypuff, they're just black inside. <laughs> they're just black. <laughs> just fluff. <laughs> just empty fluff. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, what would Kirby have? It would be funny if, like, you just saw like a Homer Simpson kind of thing. Like, you just saw like a little peanut. <laughs> <laughs> that would be mm. Kirby. So when I saw that screenshot, I was like, you know what? I'm definitely one day going to play Invisible Brawl on the stage. Oh <laughs> yes, that'd be so cool. Invisible nice. Brawl with nothing but the smoke screen item. Well, another. <laughs> I know we discussed earlier the possibility of the creature attacking players as they as they do their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually a theory going around right now. I know I know we all love theories, but they're thinking that since theory. we have conspiracy. Yeah, well, no, that's that, that's just the conspiracy theory. That's a unique name, but oh. <laughs> um, the theory is that since we have a stage builder that we can make our own hazard-free environments, and yeah. because we can make our own hazard-free environments, Sakurai is going to dump as many interesting effects and hazards into the main stages as to compensate. See, that's what I'm afraid of. I actually agree with you. That's that's what I've been, you know, um, wondering about, if, he, if that's what he's been doing this whole time. Because if that happens, tournaments... To, to get a tournament to adopt a custom-made stage will be a difficult task to do. Um, and... I don't really see tournaments being run, you know, small tournaments being run uh, that would use that too, you know. Um, and I just think it would be horrible for the tournament community if they if they really truly do not make very many stages that are neutral, um, that are you know, mm-hmm. stage hazard free. <clears throat> well, I don't think some well, stages you have Smashville. I mean, that's a pretty neutral stage. You always have Battlefield. I mean, pretty much most of the E for all. Um, Stages were pretty neutral. I think Norfair was the only one that wasn't. Unless I'm mistaken, because I can't remember. Well, I mean, things like Skyworld, for example. You know, you know, maybe we shouldn't be talking about this because uh, actually, later on, um, we will be talking about competitive brawl uh, in this episode. So uh, I think listeners should okay. stay tuned for that. Yeah, we will pass on that for now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's a good half an hour talk about uh, Mother, the Mother music, and the frigate Orpheus, Orpheon. Orpheon, I said Orpheon. <laughs> I, I said from now on, I'm going to call it Orpheus. Thanks, Colbusman, for pointing out my mistakes. 
Tuesday's no update. Glad Mother to help. Glad to help. So yeah, um, I hope you all enjoyed uh, Colbusman and uh, Buzz and I talking about these two updates. Uh, stay tuned for I think Sariku is up next. If I uh, if I'm not mistaken, that yeah. So uh, yeah, with that, uh, say bye, Colbusman. See you guys later. Unfortunately, due to uh, technical difficulties and not having a computer right now, Sariku was unable to join us this week. Stay tuned for Sariku next week as part of the second part of the, th the flashback episode. As a little bit of a spoiler, I guess. Um, Pirate Lizard Kid is up next, actually, and he was the backup. Actually, he was more for next week, and we had to push him up to this week uh, with short notice. So thanks to Pirate Lizard Kid for you know joining us. Uh, with only, I think, about half an hour's warning uh, before we asked him to join. So, um, well, it's time for part two. Enjoy. Okay, so here's part two of three. Um, this up, this um, part of the roundtable, we'll be talking with uh, Pyro Loser Kid uh, about the Subspace Emissary movie and Kirby's special moves. So, um... First, we're going to start with the Subspace Emissary movie, and before we begin, I'm going to read Yoko's impressions, too. This is um, Yoko's little impressions that he sent me. Let me try and find out. Oh, here it is. The Subspace Emissary movie. This is what Yoko thinks. Nothing new, but hey, good to see things in motion. A lot of video rehashes, but Bowser with a trophy gun, that's cool. His laugh didn't feel right, though. Eh. Samus, Lucas, Pikachu, and Meta Knight, and Ice Climbers duo? Good to know we can play as these characters in the adventure mode. Not like we, not like we ever doubted it, though. Tournament mode music remix. Oh, snap. I was expecting to see a new boss knock in there or something, but uh, to no avail. <laughs> we get to see Peach on her knees. That's for those of, those of us who uh, want to save Zelda. Lucas has a baseball bat that he comboed into. Say more goodbyes, Ness. And uh, what is up with that tank after mm -hmm. Diddy Kong's part? Pretty intriguing, all in all. Did Yoko just say... Did just say, heh, we see Peach on her knees? Seriously? I guess so. That sounds That's like a joke from me. <laughs> Damn, this guy's taking my role. <laughs> yeah, you're usually the one that says those kind of things. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm not the only one that thought of that. Yeah, I wanted to mention Bowser's trophy gun, but I guess Yoko stole it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what do you guys yeah, think about... Oh, yeah, that, that thing with Lucas. It was nice to see Lucas in action, but actually I think those are two separate scenes. The one where he, like, jumped, did the thing, and then did the bat. After I looked at it and, like, watched that scene, like, a few a few times to see if they were, like... It didn't look like it was continuous. So I don't think it'll be comboed into. Like, I don't think it'll be very fast, but... I don't know. What what'd you guys yeah. think? I was watching that. I really didn't know what was going on, actually. Really? Like... I saw him spin, and I saw people fly, and that's about it. Nice. <laughs> he looks better than Ness, that's for sure. Like, True. Uh, Ness yeah. kind of lacked a little bit in the area of combo ability, but Lucas seems to be kind of fixing that up, kind of stepping up his game for mother fans everywhere. I think Ness kind of lacked in the uh, ability of being cool. Yeah, really. I mean, zero hat. I don't think I don't think Ness, Ness. I don't think Lucas is going to improve in that area, but hey, he can try. Lucas looks badass. Okay. If only because his hair is just like Johnny Bravo's, and I miss that show so much. <laughs> That's very true. He's got he's got the suave blonde comb action going there. I, mean, I should think it's Ness who bleached his hair. I don't think Lucas is any, really anyone different. <laughs> it's really not Lucas. It's just Ness. It's it's just Ness with bleached hair, zero hat Ness. <laughs> zero hat Ness. Zero hat Ness. 
That was so good. Uh, that was that's a crowning moment. Who said that? I forgot who said that. Piffman, maybe. Man, yeah, that was it. Um, but it yeah. made it into the dictionary. It's a very popular term. Yeah, it was so Speaking good. Of it hasn't gotten any words lately. Yeah, well, sorry. I think I, I think I made one up in the intro. I think I called it Smashrized or something like that. It was weird. Uh, yeah. I don't know. You did say Smashrized. It's kind of in an echo of Powerized or whatnot. But I'm actually wondering where the dictionary went. Did you ever get that back out, Power Loser Kid? Uh, someone posted in the Show Me Your News thread saying that it was back up. Oh, and so it was someone called Kirby King a Nazi or something, I think. Yeah, Kirby King posted and said it was back up. What do you call the the soldiers from Italy? They weren't Nazis. What were they? I have no clue. Was with what's his face as their their leader? Don't know. The guy. Oh come on! The guy with Hitler. The guy that Mus- before Mus- Mussolini. Stalin? Thank you, Mussolini. Oh no no no! That's Stalin. That's Russian. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't know this. Huh? In Italy? I have no clue. And Mussolini, what, what, Show what me do we call news, it? not Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there has to be a name. They're not They're not Nazis, but they're something else. The Italians? Soldiers. Hmm. Eh, whatever. Italian men. <laughs> the Italian men. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, dude, Meta Knight and Ice Climbers. What an odd duo. Yeah. I thought... I, I am more and more thoroughly convinced that Meta Knight ships have been hijacked... I don't think that's Meta oh, Knight yeah, no. can control the ship. Totally not. Yeah, and then Knight was so going after the bad dudes. Yeah. I mean, we've seen him in, like, screenshots before playing in the Subspace Emissary, so we know that his ship's been hijacked or something's happened. Cause, I, mean, I think that's, that's the greatest idea for a plot, because Meta Knight... <laughs> and I just, think... Buzz, you dude, just, you just went out. Right you just now, went but I have out. a ship to recover, so I'll give you a moment. Wait, what'd you say? That, that whole thing, you just went out. Yeah, by the way, um, so people know, we've been having a lot of technical difficulties with uh, Power Losers Connection. Um, happens a lot in the roundtable. It's one of the reasons stopping us from doing four or five-person roundtables. And, uh, yeah, you will sometimes hear people go in and out, and that little, like, rain or the robot army, as we refer to it, for Power Loser. Yeah, that's going to be there this whole time. Fun, isn't it? Either way, I think a five-person roundtable is just too much chaos. I concur. You'd have, like, a whole mass of people talking over each other, and it just wouldn't work. I mean, I talk over both of you right yeah, now, and I, I can't talk over five people. <laughs> it was a joke. Yeah, you know, the, so the how much am I... What did you hear before I went out? <laughs> uh, heard something about Meta Knight in his ship, and then you just kind of went out, and then said something else. I don't remember any of it, but... <laughs> oh, I was just trying to say that, uh, like, I just think it's cool that Meta Knight is kind of tolerating all these other characters. Like, you know, oh, normally under under normal circumstances, I would be killing you all, but I have a ship to recover, <laughs> so I'll tolerate your presence for the time being. He's Vegeta? What? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's over 9,000! It's over 9,000! I can't really see Meta Knight wanting to team up with the Ice Climbers. I mean, the Ice Climbers are just so happy, and Meta Knight's so... Not? But that's what makes it so great. The clash yeah. of universes and the clash of personalities makes it, like, just awesome, because it's like, Ice Climbers and Meta Knight? What? But I mean, then, then you gotta think about it, think about it, okay. But, 
I'm kind of repeating myself now. Um, who would Meta Knight team up with that it wouldn't be kind of weird? Like, I think no matter who you put him with, it'd be just kind of awkward that he's fighting with that person. Well, many would argue that teaming with Kirby would be a logical step, but who knows? Not really. They're rivals. Or King Dedede. You know? King Dedede. Hey, uh... Hmm? What? I'm watching the video right now, and, uh... There's this part after Pit is staring at the halberd, mm-hmm. and it's a long hallway, and all you see is all these flashing lights and primids dying, and I, I want to know what's going on there. You guys... I tell you, but I, I can't run videos while recording, because you'll actually hear the sound while it's going, and as, as cool as that is, <laughs> it'll kind of... A little, little, a little interruption, you know. Can't you turn the sound off? I can, but that's too difficult, and requires too much information in my brain. Anyways... <laughs> yeah, so, oh. I think a box with a green beam sword. Yeah, the green beam sword. Uh, I think someone just recently started a thread saying, look, new color beam sword. I don't think that's a beam sword at all. I think that's a different kind of sword. It, it is a beam sword by definition, but not the beam sword, if you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. That was a thing from... Oh, what would it be instead? I'm kind of curious as to what a green beam sword would be as opposed to a blue beam sword. It's just a primid weapon. I don't think it's anything else. Oh, I'm just... I'm looking at that... The Lucas clip right now. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it looks like two two different scenes because the background doesn't even look the same when he uses the bat. Exactly. But he does use a bat, so I guess it's more confirmation for... Ness's deconfirmation, like Yoko pretty much put in more eloquent words, but um, and but we did see a couple of new scenes, like um, Bowser with the trophy gun. We've seen the trophy gun before. Um, Wario hits either Peach or what? Zelda, depending on who you get. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad we're getting footage of Bowser now because I was. Hello. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. Okay. I just. I uh, guess kind of on me. Um, I just think it's nice to see Bowser in motion. I mean, a lot of people already did at E for All, but seeing him like in cinematic scenes, he looks a lot cooler. He does, yeah. Than, uh, than he does when he's in normal gameplay. He he's just looks not. more intimidating, more intense, and he's just like, dude, you guys are going down, kind of thing. Nah, dude, dude. If you're talking about the regular gameplay, like with regular color, yeah. But if you're talking about the gameplay with his black and gold color, come on. Hell yeah. That is so bad. That is pretty cool. That is very, very true. I just thought when when his picture first came out, I thought his gums were too big. It really bothered the crap out of me. His gums. But now he now he looks more more vicious. Yeah. But his laugh is kind of odd. It's more like a breathing thing. Like, oh god, that came out so weird. What the hell was that? That was wow. That was high pitched. Yeah, it was. I I just breathed in and it made that sound. I'll try not to breathe. Bowser's nose and mouth kind of remind me of, like, a puppy. <laughs> a puppy? He looks too cute. It is true. He is kind of like you a puppy. You just want to go up and hug him with all his spiky glory. Yeah, if he didn't have all those spikes, he'd look almost cuddly. I mean, I think the spikes make him more cuddly. It's fun to get, you know, stabbed while you try and hug him. At least, at least that's what usually <laughs> happens to me whenever I hug my... Like, I don't have any pets, but... I had some neighbors that had cats, and whenever I would touch them, they'd, they'd scratch me. It hurt. Who is, well, who is he trying to shoot anyways? Is it Diddy and Fox? Yeah, 
It seems like it. We still don't know how Diddy and Donkey got separated, though. Yeah, that part is weird. You start off being able to choose one of the two when you first see them, but then right. all of a sudden, out of the blue, yeah, Diddy Kong's wandering around by himself. And Maybe Donkey Kong dies. Fox. Ooh, how awesome would that be? Because no one likes Donkey Kong Diddy anyways. Kong what? what if Donkey Kong died? Because, I mean, no one, no one really likes Donkey Kong anyways. So what if he just, like, pseudo-died at that time? Oh. I mean, th- seriously, like, you know, you know in those, you know in those um, movies, or not, mo- not movies, but, like, TV shows, where they have, like, one character that people don't like kind of just die? Or like you know that that well, people don't care about, I could totally see DK yeah. being that character of in the Smash universe because no one really cares about DK. Really, honestly, yeah, no, fact, no, no one cares. The fact that it isn't bloodthirsty is nice. <laughs> yeah, I can't have Corey just. I only play DK just because for the lols. <laughs> for the lols. Oh man, that's that's what you do. Dairy, I mean, I just call him Dairy Queen. Donkey Kong is a really good character in terms of like, like he's a good support character when playing doubles. I found. Yeah. You yeah, take him, definitely. you grab someone, you run, throw him off the ledge, and the other person's like edge guard, anyone tries to come back. Yeah, it's very true. I'm just, I'm just playing. Uh, with I, mean, I actually, yeah, I enjoy DK very, a lot. Like, but um, yeah. So uh, the Peach on her knees thing. I, I think it's kind of cool that we get to see the. Um, not only that we get to see Peach on her knees, because that's awesome in itself, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it does show us how we're going to save Zelda instead of Peach and what happens to the princess. Um, I think it's kind of interesting that they remade the cinematics to include Zelda instead of Peach. They just completely like remade it to replace Peach with Zelda. I thought that was really interesting. I'm trying to look for this Peach part, and I can't find it. Where is it? Very in the, it's, uh, right in the beginning. Oh. Yeah. Well, wow. you said you put Peach instead of Zelda. What part are you referring to, Samurai? Um, the very beginning, you see Peach on her knees. That's when um, when you save Zelda instead of Peach, the other cage that they're kind of crawling out of that cage, and then Wario turns that person into the trophy. We we see uh... it happen on Zelda, but not on Peach. And this video shows us Peach, and then Zelda standing next to Kirby. So obviously Kirby, you know, saved Zelda. Although that would oh, be that'd be really right. funny. It would be really funny if Sakurai made that the one that you saved be the one that's turned into the, tr- into the trophy, just for the hell of it. <laughs> you do all this, you do all this work, and it's just like, oh, dang. That would be <laughs> so smart. That would be typical of Sakurai, though. At this point, he just likes messing with our minds. Seriously. Oh, I'm watching the video, and I see at one point there's this rocky background, and there's a face in the rocks. It's okay. time for speculation. Is is it Knuckles? Uh, I think it's uh, King Wish Samurai. You wish. <laughs> it, it's Mega Man. There you go. <laughs> I actually think it's King Triton. What's a King Little Triton? Triton? Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid confirmed for Brawl. Oh God, that would be such a cool character. <laughs> hey, if they were to get Kingdom Hearts action in on this, that would be possible. No, no. Let's let's no. not let's not even start that. Oh, not at all. Oh, God. King Triton for Brawl. <laughs> Someone better make a group. King Triton for Brawl. And by better, I mean better not. <laughs> so, okay. That tank thing. What the hell was that? Maybe, was that like a... When I first saw that, I thought it might be a, an F-Zero racer. But I, I took another look at it. It didn't look like that at all. Where is this? What part? Uh, after Diddy Kong. 
That wasn't very yeah. explanatory at all, but I mean. Yeah, there's Diddy Kong. Doing that combo. Um, right after the Lucas in part two, and then there's Diddy Kong. Uh, and then there's that weird tank dealy. It's not a tank, I think it's more like a rail car cart going through like a mine or something. You know, like those games where you jump in the rail carts? That's like that's from Donkey Kong Land or, or Donkey Kong Country games. They have a little mine cart getting parts of the world. So they have those in Mario games too, I'm sure. They have in like every game ever. I bet there's something in Zelda like that too. Oh yeah, I see it now. I was gonna ask about that. It's kind of odd, but I don't think we can derive anything interesting from that. It's just a t weird tank thing. I don't even know what characters are in this. Um, well, after the tank, you see Link and Yoshi together, which we already know is a team. Uh, and right. we see Meta Knight and Ice Climbers. Uh, and before that, we saw Link. We saw Ike, actually, just being cool and fighting Robs. Because it's Ike, and he's he's awesome. Ike is upbeat. Which we've yeah, seen. I've noticed you, there's a couple scenes where like Diddy Kong and Donkey Kong are both. You see them both distinctly alone in their scenes. Yeah, there are. Um, although I think we can tell that that one part is Donkey Kong with Diddy because same background, same layout, and stuff. So it's probably with Diddy in the end. Although is that Magikarp? That who? What the heck are they fighting? A Link and uh, and Yoshi. Kind of looks like a Magikarp. If you take a look at it, I mean. Looks like a magic. Link and Yoshi are fighting. Yeah, Link and Yoshi. Right, right after the railroad cart scene, dealy. Looks like a little. Not a little magic car. That's okay, pretty. Yeah, a really <laughs> large magic car. <laughs> I'm trying to find it right now. It's I'm a magic car with like instead of whiskies, uh, whiskies. Instead of whiskey, whiskers. God, I said it again. Instead of whiskers, he has tentacles. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty mutated magic car. Nice. Mutated Magikarp confirmed for Brawl. Confirmed. Nice. As a right. character. It's like a Magikarp with three eyes and tentacles. Splash attack now! Did you guys see that video? Like, Magikarp, do a splash attack! Oh, right, no, Magikarp. I haven't seen that one. Oh, it's, it's so good. It's basically just a flash between, like, like, Ash and Gary or something like that. And they both have Magikarp out. And they're like, Magikarp, do a splash attack! Magikarp, splash attack now! And they're just fighting back and forth with Magikarp. The best Magikarp, the best Magikarp video I've seen is in Smash Kingdom, where at the end, Magikarp just kills Sonic for laughing at him. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be cool. And like, think, oh yeah. man, can you imagine that? A Pokeball Pokemon that's, that is um, <clears throat> Magikarp, but it has a random chance of evolving into Gyarados. So it's either completely useless or really just absolute rape. I think all the Pokemon should do that. That would yeah, you randomly evolve and like you have different abilities based on which one they choose to be transformed into. It's I used like, to tell my hmm? friends that if you run back and forth over Magikarp, he'll evolve, and then I just forward smash them. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh man! So, like if you come down from a new life and you're glowing, you can float. Or it'd be cool, like, if you threw a Pokeball into the water and it was, like, I don't know, Victory Bell or something, or a Weeping Bell, it turned into a Victory Bell because it fell in the water, which is totally a throwback to anybody that played Pokemon Snap recently. They'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Which I haven't. I'm actually totally in the dark in the Pokemon universe. Well, uh, all you need to know is Pokemon Snap is so badass. It is such a good is game. It, should I download it? Yes. It is totally... 
it's you'll finish it in a few hours and you'll be like, wow, this game was like unusually good for a weird premise, which is taking pictures of Pokemon. Because you can't hmm. do this weird, these weird things to like get the Pokemon to do certain poses for you. Yeah, it's hard to get like the best poses too. Yeah, it is. Although Mew is unusually easy, I think. I don't. I don't even remember getting there. It's been so long. It has been a while. There are only 63 Pokemon. That's my biggest gripe. It was a too short of a game. If it was like longer, if there were double the amount of stages, it would have been like a best-selling Pokemon game. And there should be a sequel. There should be a directly to WiiWare sequel. We're talking about Pokemon Snap, and we should be talking about Brawl. Okay. Wow. Ninety-nine percent tangents. Giggity giggity. All right. So. All because of a magic carpet and subspace hammer series video. That's wonderful. Yeah. Gotta love it. Alright, so let's move on to the Kirby Special Moves, or should we say Special Move, the update. Um, <laughs> yeah, that is kind of a misnomer, but then again, yeah, really. they're kind of analyzing it in the sense that every single absorbability is a unique move. So. Bull. No, I'm going to call bull on that. But anyways, uh, I'm going to read out Yoko's impressions. Here's what he says. Inhale. Oh, wow. That was kind of loud. <laughs> Inhale is not Kirby's only special move, and yet, it was treated as such, unfortunately. Good plethora of screenshots, though, uh, rather, good plethora of screenshots, though. Kirby needs a lot more than just Samus' ponytail, but it's alright. Squirtle Hat is so cool, and the Meta Knight and Pit Wings are kinda lame, and everyone knows and predicted that the Snake Kirby is just own. Yeah. <laughs> I kinda had to do a double take on Diddy Kong, though. The banana at first looked like a ponytail, and no way should Dixie be in the game as a playable character now that Diddy's solo. Not a chance. Yeah, I never, I never thought about that until he posted it, or rather, gave it to me. Uh, but yeah, I guess it kind of could look like a ponytail in a sense. Kind of. Oh uh, no, I've, I've talked to several people that thought that at first glance, and even I thought it when I first looked at it. When you just take a quick look and not really think about what you're looking at, it looks like it's a ponytail just trailing off his head. Oh, you guys need glasses. Well, the first thing I automatically saw was the hat, so I was just yeah. like, Diddy Kong. As I, I just really thought, like, that Diddy Kong wears a Nintendo hat. That's, a, that's such a good idea, having a Nintendo hat. That's so so smart. It's like a plug into their own world. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. I mean, just seeing Kirby with, with a Nintendo update. hat. Hmm? The thing that really killed this update for me, though, is that we got only... 18 hats, and we have 23 characters. That's it, 18 hats. Oh my god, Sakurai, why are you so stingy with the hats? <laughs> that was sarcasm. It wasn't very good sarcasm, but... Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's more yet revealed. Not Let's start at the top and go down them one at a time. Alright, we can do that. The Mario hat looks a little odd, actually. Kind of how it drapes on the sides, you know? It looks a little bigger than normal. It looks kinda yeah. like... When I look at that first picture, it looks like the hat is kind of photoshopped onto him. Like it looks like it's <laughs> kind of not natural part of the shot. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Hmm. It looks like it. Well, it does overlap his hand, but it just doesn't look natural. No. Uh, plus, the fireball looks that like. That could be a natural side effect. The fireball looks intensely awesome on Mario, but intensely disappointing uh, uh, <laughs> on Kirby. Like seriously, like the the whole like shadow it, or like the light it casts on Mario and stuff it looks so like extensive and then you see Kirby and he has a little bit of light coming out of his hands but nothing much he's a pink ball there's not much you can do with him very true yeah. 
Oh, they could have given him shoes. I just hope this game that they could give him shoes. I just hope that Mario's fireball has like good knockback or something. Because in the, in melee, you fired a fireball, and mm -hmm. in the time it took to come out and hit them, and they recover from the the stun, they could hit you before you finish the animation of firing the fireball. That's I, how stupid it was. Dude, are you kidding me? The fireball is so effective. If you're hitting people with a fireball while they're in recovery or while they're in the air trying to get back on the ledge, it's the perfect ledge counter. You can yeah, then, after well, that, that they fall down. That's a different down. story. But I mean, it was I'm so effective. On the stage. Like I had a friend that actually made Mario and was really good at Mario. Although I think I'm better now because he hasn't played in a while. But wow, ridiculous! Yeah. He used to destroy my Gandorf, mostly because Gandorf's recovery is way too obvious. But you yeah, know. Yeah. Right. Done. Yeah, seriously. You had to you had to time it because there's a there's a point where at during his recovery where his he could recover by grabbing like with his back. It's weird. Anyways. Yeah, yeah he could. Yeah. Um so, so Wario yeah. Kirby. I, Which one's a Wario's neutral move again? Is that his motorbike or is that the Ford V? That is no, it's um his mouth. Yeah. Like, it hasn't been revealed, per se, but in one of the snake videos, he opened his mouth and uh, ate a grenade. And remember how they said, like, he, you can have that, like, garlic smell stick on you? So apparently he can eat people, and then garlic smell sticks on you or something like that. Um, we The mm. only move we haven't had any sort of confirmation or, um, like, reveal, slight reveal kind of thing on is uh, his up B, which I'm interested to see, because the more I think about it, the more I think his up B will have to be something weird as hell. Oh, like farting, of course. Well, I mean, you already have the fart, which I assume can help in recovery if you need it. But, I mean, what else could there be? I mean, yeah. A double fart or something? like. Probably, because, like, in every... In a lot of the recent games, that's all he uses is farting. And, like, in Mario Strikers, mm -hmm. that's his main special attack, is farting not only to block out opponents, but it makes him move faster. It's propulsion, so... <sighs> Uh, they ruined his his character from the WarioWare games. The WarioWare games are better than his games. But I liked Wario. Wario was the knuckles of the Mario universe for me. I liked yeah, Wario a lot. Yeah. Until they, they now they've kind of ruined his character through these farting and these weird attacks, which really annoys me because I never liked those characters. But, yeah, but yeah, it's probably true. Up B, up B and predicting something like totally WTF, like he's gonna just. Wave his legs together and it'll push him upwards or something. <laughs> nice. Or if he does like a weird I swimming motion. I could easily motion. see him do that too. He could do like oh a gosh. like a butterfly or like a breaststroke in the air. Yeah. He makes some sort of flying, flapping motion and he gets some air from it. <laughs> that would be so weird. I could totally see and that it though. It only gets better when he becomes Wario Man. Wario Man. It's me, Wario. I can't. Yeah. I, also, I, like, I like the hat that Kirby gets when he takes Wario. He just got the little... Little hat, the goggles, and whatnot, and, and the little flaps are actually moving with it, which I think is what they're trying yeah, to show with this. Uh, they're, they're definitely trying to show it because they're using the the spinning attack, his spinning attack, just to show off the fact that these little things move. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it's a nice little detail I decided to put in. So I guess. it's kind of like hair, kind of like didn't Roy's hair move? Oh. Well, Roy and Mario had their capes that reacted to wind and physics. No, and all but I mean stuff, like his but... hair on Kirby. Then, oh, did it move? Oh, did or? it? I actually don't, didn't notice that. Did anyone ever play Roy and Kirby at the same time? <laughs> Once or twice, I've, I think, ever. I've taken Roy's Tower Kirby before, but I didn't actually watch the hair, so I guess I never noticed that detail. I, yeah. I might be wrong, I'm, I'm just saying. But, uh, yeah, so now we get the, uh, the Toad Peach Kirby. 
I like how it's Toad like is just as big. Hmm? It's like Toad is coming straight out of Kirby's shoe. So, yeah, it kind really of is. does. Huh. Kirby has a fungus. I, I think Kirby doesn't deserve <laughs> to be holding up. Yeah, that's good. But I, I don't think he, has the, he deserves to be holding up Toad. Simply because Toad is as big as Kirby is. So he's not like, well, not like he's picking on someone's That just all the better of a counter. You just pull that up and you're blocking your entire body except for the back. Wasn't he, like, Toad. wasn't he scaled? Like, wasn't he really tiny when Kirby pulled him out in the last game? I, it I, was a little bit, I think. I'm yeah, not sure, though. I think he was smaller. But it looks like he's the same size in this. Good counter. Hmm. move. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So, Kirby here, instead of, what, the hero's bow, he's doing his up B randomly? I guess, yeah, it, I guess just, they're confirming his up B is what they're trying to do. They just, they just wanted to put a sword in the view somewhere to make him look <laughs> Link-like, but yeah. it was a horrible idea because it's a massive scimitar instead of, like, a master sword. First off... I think it's a cutlass. No, that's no, a scimitar. No, yeah, it's yeah. a scimitar. Yeah. But the hat looks good. I think yeah, the hat looks really cool on him. <laughs> it looks funny. And it's like all nice and detailed from Pirate Princess. <laughs> yeah. I like how you can actually see like the wrinkles on the hat. Yeah, that is nice. Good more, details and stuff. Gory details. Although in melee, I love how uh, when yeah. when uh, Link had his uh, sh his sword unsheathed. You can actually see it in the sheath still. Yeah. That really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Are you standing there with his sword, or what? Like, like he's standing there with his sword, and if you look, he actually still has it in his sheath. Oh, like, there are, you're saying there's, like, two swords, and there's one in his sheath and in his hand? Yeah, like, yeah. When, when he does the unsheathing stuff, like, he still has it in his sheath. Like, it's, it's the weirdest thing. Slight oversight. Yeah, they'll probably yeah. fix that. They redid his model from scratch, so... Yeah, they, they did fix it, actually. Uh, people noticed that, and they, they like, compared the trailer to Melee uh, to show the differences and stuff. I've seen a few things like that on YouTube. And they, the one of the things they always point out is the fact that his sword actually disappears in the sheath. So, yeah. It's impressive. Um, so the next picture, I think, is the biggest news that we got with this, and is the one of the sole reasons why uh, I think this, this update made the cut this week. Uh, we got confirmation of DDD's neutral B, which is definitely mm -hmm. an inhale attack. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot the of big people question have, is uh, what is it gonna do though? Yeah, well, a, lo a lot. Of I think it'll mm -hmm. be. I think that he'll just suck them in and like be able to fire them at people. I don't think he'll be able to copy though. Mm. No, in the games it's like a manual throw. So people have been assuming that it's some sort of inhale manual throw or a giant. Like huge ass star comes out when you spit them out, yeah. or like something along those lines. Cool. It would be pretty. I noticed cool. they put a lot of emphasis on King Didi's belly, so I wonder if there'd be something as simple like he sucks him in and then like does a belly slam just to beat you up inside and then oh. let you roll out all like disoriented and stunned or something. That would be so badass. I'd love that. I like, like I said, I like Didi. I, I think, think his moveset's really cool. I think Kirby's belly just. Normally grows when he's inhaling, though. Not talking about King Dedede's belly, though. Oh, yeah. Because like when he flies around, he he really sticks his belly up, and it's really big. It looks like it has a lot of room in there, so he can <laughs> probably have some fun with the inside. Have some fun with the inside. I will not tell you how wrong <laughs> that sounded. No comment. Oh yeah. Giggity giggity. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
Alright, so, um... Yeah, uh, DD, I think, is one of the only characters with all of his B attacks confirmed. One of the only newcomers, at least, with every single one of his regular B attacks confirmed. Does, yeah, does finally, Snake have his B attacks? Or? No, he doesn't have well, the down. We still, we still don't know what it does exactly, but we do know what it looks like, at right. least. We at least know what it is in general terms. Uh, Wario, we're well, still missing the other. We know Meta Knight's B attacks twice. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, other than Meta Knight. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. so bad. And of course, all of the newcomers that were in uh, the demo, we know there be attacks, but technically we know there be attacks. Wait, what was Diddy Kong's down B? Uh, Diddy Kong's down B? Yeah. Let's take a Wait, look. wasn't his regular B attack the peanut popper? Yeah. That's what I thought it was, because yeah. they were talking about trying to implement short hop peanut shooting. Yeah, so, work, so, so. Uh, Kirby is holding, in the next screenshot, Kirby's holding that banana, but it's not... He doesn't actually use it. He's the peanut popper, not the banana. Interesting. Maybe he picked it up. Like you can pick up Link's bombs. You can probably do that. Uh, the banana yeah, probably is. An is item. Yeah, it's, it's an, it is an item. Hmm. Interesting. I, I the dog actually, like, uh, looks. The dog in the background looks extremely unimpressed. <laughs> Very true. He's <laughs> an Animal Crossing character, and he's like, "You guys are pathetic. Come on." <laughs> he's holding like a rod too. He's like looking at Kirby. He's like, "Yeah, seen that before. It's been done." I, I still think this picture is a uh, Dixie Kong confirmation. Yellow ponytail flying off the back of his head. That's not a banana. Omg, Dixie Kong confirmed. The ponytail <laughs> flying out of his hand. Well, it well, could so be his ear. That's a that's a monkey ear coming out of the hat. <laughs> nice. Uh, that's a good one. I like that. He's got monkey ears. No, but I, I think part of what contributed to that misconception, aside from being blind, is the next picture, yeah. which is Zero right. Suit Samus, who does have a ponytail. So it kind of throws you off when you see both of them next to each other. I guess, yeah. Or kind of, to me, it kind of uh, shows you that, oh, wait, no, the one above isn't a ponytail then. That one's a ponytail. They're completely different. I mean, a lot of people have expressed that this is one of the worst hats. I liked it, actually. I thought it was really, really kind of cool. But uh, most people hate it, which is interesting to me. I, I like it because what else could you really have? Um, breasts? Yeah. Unless, breasts, I yeah. think it'd be funny if Kirby just wrapped himself in blue, uh, blue spandex all over his body. <laughs> and just match nice. the style. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that wouldn't be that bad, actually. I, I would like that. But the ponytail is definitely a good choice, though, because it's the only hat aspect of Zero Suit Samus, and it's just funny because, like, Kirby's got this lock of hair flowing off the top. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so a lot of people are complaining, too, about how Kirby just seems to skin the heads off his enemies sometimes and, and make those his hat, as we see with Kirby next, <laughs> or uh, Yoshi, rather, next. Yoshi's hat disappoints me because it's like it's not Yoshi's hat. It's literally like Yoshi decapitated, and it really yeah. bugs me. <laughs> like they could have made like they could have made Kirby have like scales or like the spines down the back or something, and make him partially green or something. But like they just saw off the top of Yoshi's head. Wow! I guess we'll get to Pikachu's later. What? 
Oh, yeah, that is yeah. kind of the same issue. Yeah, uh, you know, just... I, it's the same thing as Pikachu. We can just say that right now. Although Pikachu's electricity is per, uh, pink now, which in the screenshots only, it seems, because when we saw him, like you know, actually saw him, his electricity is blue, mm -hmm. bright blue. But in screenshots, it seems to be purple or pinkish. It just starts off purplish, and then as it bounces, it changes color. Changes colors. That would be odd. Yeah. That'd be an interesting twist. Like, if you hit the opponent when the lightning is purple, that does max damage but no knockback. But if you hit it when it's blue, it's high knockback and blah. Like, I don't know. Interesting I'm just dynamic. Oh, uh, Pikachu is now highly technical. Yeah. <laughs> Pikachu's always been highly technical. It's a matter of perspective. Yeah. Uh, I'm just disappointed that they made people like Falco have the ability to cancel their lasers on short hopping, but yet like people like Pikachu who need it more. I yeah. love cancel that kind Seriously. of stuff. Seriously. So. is so fun to play. Anyways. Uh, Pikachu. Well, yeah. No. Um, Kirby's Zelda one. Same thing, isn't it? Isn't. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's. Yep. It's the same as before. I kind of like it though. It's like he just takes Zelda's nice prince pretty headdress and like. Enlarges it to the size of his massive head. Why is he there with Peach, though? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I'm just talking. And in just the chilling. In the one under, he's there with Diddy too. Yeah, uh, he's about to ra ram his fist up Diddy's ass. Is what he's gonna <laughs> yeah. do. Like, Diddy's, Diddy's like, oh. yeah, yeah, give it to me. Look, what the hell? When I saw that <laughs> screenshot, I was like, what are you trying to imply? Like Sakurai, what, what are you, honestly? <laughs> Kirby has an interesting mind. Kirby's actually in motion. They're actually going to do a flying one because they want it that hard. Oh, nice. Oh, my yeah. God. That's taking the metaphor oh, to boy. new levels. But, yeah, I mean, uh, isn't the... So, the ones that are the same are um, Link, Peach, Mario's looks a little odd, a little different. Um, Donkey Yoshi's, Kong, Donkey Kong's, yeah. Uh, Pikachu's is the same, Yoshi right? the same. Yeah. Uh, Zelda and Yoshi the same, and the the Samus is the same, isn't it? Yeah. Although the, the pipes, the yep. pipes are a little bit different. Um, the Fox is the same. The Bowser is definitely different, I think. Oh, I thought well, the Bowser. Bowser has more texture and more color, but the 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 shape of the hair and the horns are basically the same. They had that in the first in Melee. Yeah, that's a good point. Did he have the eyebrows too? Yeah, I think he did. I'm pretty sure he did. It's, yeah, it's so cool looking. Isn't it? Kirby. Yeah, he looks. He looks from intimidating in that form. He looks really cool. Yeah. I'm actually scared of Kirby almost. Almost. <laughs> scared of a pink puffball. Uh well, oh, the Squirtle Kirby. Oh combine, my combine god. the Bowser hat. If they have a black Kirby, that would be awesome. Oh, yeah. That'd be so cool. Game and Watch Kirby. Yeah, game and Watch Kirby being <laughs> yeah. alternate color. If Game and Watch yeah. is in the game. Oh man! But uh, yeah, um, Squirtle well, Fox Kirby. Is, Fox's gun is different. That's it's that's worth noting too. Fox gun is different. Yeah, that is true. It's eh, the Fox one is. Eh. I think the best one is either Squirtle, Squirtle, or the Snake, which we'll get to. Yeah, Squirtle one looks pretty funny. I mean, it's kind of sad we see him from the back, but it's just <laughs> he looks the most natural. Like this big turtle shell just kind of wraps his body. Yeah, and he has a little tail coming up the I back. guess that technically goes with the whole decapitating thing, except it's taking the, ripping his shell off, and then, you know, taking the tail off, too. 
I think he likes Siler from the TV show Heroes. <laughs> you guys have ever seen that? Nice. I don't watch Heroes, sorry. It's a good show, yeah. he should. The main bad guy's name is Siler, and the way he takes people's powers is he saws their head off and does something with their brains. We're not entirely sure what he does, though. Wow. Although, whenever I hear, the, whenever I hear his name, uh, I used to like think it sounds just like Scyther. So he used to go like, Siler! Just like Scyther would. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, my friends always talk about Heroes, but it's... I'm so... I haven't watched it, so I'm gonna feel lost when I start watching it. Hey, yeah. Why don't you start if you do beginning? watch it, try and watch it from the beginning. They show the episodes free on NBC.com. Yeah, plug. check it out. So good. Um, so yeah, Squirtle Kirby, definitely my favorite. What's Squirtle's uh, neutral B move? Probably Water Gun, but we don't have a confirmation. Oh, okay. Pokemon Trainer... Uh, the one thing, people don't like Kirby's Meta Knight in Pit because of the wings, and apparently Yoko didn't either. I thought they were kind of interesting, kind of funny, but I think the Meta Knight one would be so much cooler if instead of green eyes, he had, if, if like, you could see his face, his regular eyes from it, you know? Yeah. That's kind of goofy, because then, like, it looks like just Kirby's just wearing, like, a hockey mask. Yeah. But that'd be, that'd be so much more scary. It would be. That is very true. I like it, though. I think it's... To me, it has kind of like an artistic. I, oh, I can't think of the word. Just it just looks neat to me how he just takes just his face and nothing else but the wings. <laughs> when I first saw it, like I saw it in the morning, and I was rushing up to school, so I didn't see the wings at first, and I really hated it. But then, when someone pointed out the wings, and I looked at it, I thought it looked so much cooler with the wings. See, I agree. Hey, do you guys think that when he takes people's powers, that he will also inherit some of their abilities? For example, if he takes Meta Knight, he can fly higher and glide? No. That'd be silly. Oh, just, just no. That'd be overpowered, man. Yeah. Dang. Shoot my ability. Shot down. Well, yeah, I mean, of course, besides the whole fun shooting you down thing, I just think that, I mean, wings like that can glide? Bull. Those are so tiny. Hey, they work for Meta Knight. They gotta work for Kirby, too. Besides, Kirby, like, if they keep him as bad as they did in Melee, I mean, he has to have something to boost him. He has to have something to give him a fighting chance. And if he had the ability to pick up more attributes beyond a neutral B, that would be cool. Yeah, I mean, and then it's yeah, our map, so Kirby's are tiny. What? Like, he absorbs Bowser, and then he gets, like, super armor frames left and right. He's like, oh. Super Kirby. That'd be so cool. If he, like, his regular attacks would change, too, not just his neutral B attacks. Although I can tell you right now, no, it's not going to happen. Not. That would be awesome. Like, if he became slower and became, like, Bowser Kirby. Yes. Slower and stronger, like, a little bit. With, like, frames like that. Or, like, with uh, Meta Knight, his attacks, like, had different properties and, like, slightly different properties and stuff, or... They just like had different yeah. animations. It would be really cool, but uh, I don't think they would do that. Didn't that happen when you uh, swallowed Metal Mario in '64? I think. Did it? I think so. I, I haven't played in a while, but I remember. I think I you got heavier. I have no idea. I never noticed that. I thought you just took his powers, but I didn't ever check. I guess. Uh, Anyways, okay. I, I think yeah. we should. Um, I think we should move on to everyone's favorite, or I think the one that really everyone loved a lot is the Snake Kirby. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this was just too funny. I I died. I rolled out of my chair laughing when I saw that. That was so good. Kirby's a man now. <laughs> <laughs> Kirby hit puberty. There you go. 
I think Samurai and I were discussing earlier that he really should have had, like, 3D rendered, like, polygon stubble, like, oh, three-dimensional man. facial hair. He would look so freaky with that. It would be so awesome. <laughs> I seriously think, though, if they went with this whole, like, fake beard-looking thing, they should have went with it, like, looking like it was written on his face with a, with a Sharpie marker. <laughs> it already does, kind of, right now. But it looks was black. But yeah, I mean, it, it looks really funnier. flat. But it's still awesome. It is awesome. Oh, man. And he, I don't know, it's kind of weird. It kind of gives me this odd, like, cognitive dissonance whenever I see his face because he's bald. He's bald, and yet he has a That's beard. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. When I look at him, it just looks like he's going to kill you. It's just that awesome. He looks like he's so much tougher. He's going to grab you and snap your neck. That'd be so cool if he, if he had, like, a throw from the other characters, too. Like, steal their down throw. Just to make him steal Snake's down throw. Grab and snap their neck. Wow. We're making Kirby so overpowered. Yes. <laughs> Admit, it would be so I, awesome if, if you'd see Kirby grabbing someone behind the head, like his legs are floating in the air there, and just snaps their neck. <laughs> That'd be so too cool. awesome. The jump up, then he I, I also saw this picture and had the thought that uh, this is Kirby when he lets himself go. You know, he just kind of <laughs> done with life. He kind of goes and drinks beer and watches TV all day. That's what he ends up being. Yeah. He needs a gut. He's, he needs a beer, a beer belly. Kirby with a beer belly. I'd like to see a Photoshop <laughs> of that. He is a beer belly. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. Whole, all his insides is just full of beer. That's all he is. Taking straight surprised. from the fat guy next door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and notice that the uh, the grenade actually says grenade delay awesome. 3.5. Oh. So I'm assuming that it takes 3.5 seconds for the grenade well. to explode or something? Which is an There's probably bomb. two possibilities. Like, think about Link's bombs in Melee. Mm-hmm. They're, they were either timed, like, and it was the same time every time. Or, if you threw it and there was impact, they would explode. Oh. So they might do that. That would be a lot better. I, I think that, that would make a lot more sense. Or, I mean, it would be kind of funny if you threw the grenade, the grenade itself hit them, bounced off of them, and, like, came towards you again and exploded around you. <laughs> that would be kind if of they funny. don't explode on contact, I'm hoping they have, like, pretty good knockback. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. Although I would think that it, they would I, have okay knockback, but if you actually hit them with the explosion, it would be really good knockback. Yeah. Like, Fish pointed out that they did um, strengthen Link's bombs, so they did kind of reanalyze that whole idea of giving characters overpowered projectiles, but they mm-hmm. beat them up a little bit. And if you have both explode on contact and explode on timer, it really opens up a lot of dynamics. Like, I'm a, I'm a young Link player, and... You know, if I want, if I throw the bomb at them, I want it to explode when I hit them. But if I plant it on a platform, I want it to sit there until, you know, I want it to explode. So there's a lot of possibilities depending on how it reacts with this environment. Yeah, I agree. But I think that the whole exploding on contact thing from something that you have is technically a little, a little overplayed in the sense that uh, it happens with Link's bombs. And I think that would be really interesting if it was not an explode on contact. I'm not saying good. Yeah, but I think it'd be really Ow. interesting. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be kind of funny. I mean, just hitting someone in the face with a grenade, and the grenade bounces towards you again. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. Catch it, throw it back, and by the time you throw it back, it'll be ready to explode. Yeah, no, it'll be like hot potato. You throw it at them, oh. they grab it, they throw it back at you, you grab it, you throw it back at them. Exactly. I actually would like that dynamic, but uh, we'll see. It's kind of what I'd uh, like. Uh, hello. hello. We lost the bus, saw. So. Uh, uh, just, just for a second there. You, you guys cut out. So I was just going to say that uh, 
Um, it would be nice if I had, like, audio confirmation, if it was, like, a beeping that got faster as it was about to explode. Yeah. That'd be so awesome. Oh, man, hot potato. <laughs> and it would be, like, I don't, I don't think it would have, like, it would be really, really strong, unless you could throw it back at people, back and forth like that. Then if it was really strong, it would be hilarious. Oh, be, man. That would be awesome. And it's only that. more hilarious when Kirby's doing it. He's like pulling out grenades. Like, where do you have those? <laughs> It'd be funny if like he pulled it. Like if he if he put his hand inside his mouth and pulled out the. Out the yeah, that's where he stores everything. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Pulls grenades, links bombs, or out of his shoe. Bow. He'll take it out of his shoe, and sometimes he'll accidentally pull out a toad. <laughs> that's awesome. Kirby for top cheer. Oh yeah. yeah. I think after the after we saw what they did to Bowser. I think that Kirby, I think, is it's safe to say he'll be a little bit better at least. Yeah, I hope so. Kirby's just... Whoa. Everything. Terrible in melee. Hello? Yeah, uh, okay. Kind of went out there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he, he needs some help, but... Alright. So, anyways, I think, I think that's... Um, huh? We're, we're losing buzz. Yeah, we are losing buzz. Okay, I think that's a good point to uh, end this segment of the roundtable. Um, next up is roundtable part three with Mick as a special guest. So thank you, Power Loser Kid, for joining us. It was fun. It was fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you for all your contributions to Show Me Your News. You are uh, one of our most dedicated fans. So thank you very much. Dictionary for the win. I'm actually working on a pretty big project right now, and it'll be ready soon. Oh, really? So yeah, cool. I'll look forward to it. It's a secret only Yoko knows about, so uh, I'm trying to keep it secret right now. Yeah, it's the first I've heard, and hell, I'm I'm Samurai Panda. It's not like I I don't have anything to do the podcast or anything. That's interesting. Okay, uh, that's kind of cool. Is it, does it have something to do with season three? Uh, no, it has something <laughs> to do with those people who view the page with forty posts. Oh, uh, and others who don't. Which is really vague, which is exactly what I wanted to do. You just call it vague? Yeah. You Canadians. What do you say? Vague. Vague. Vague? vague? Yeah. Vague. I'm going to start saying vague right now, because that's just funny. That's so yeah. vague. Vague. <laughs> oh, I love it. I comments on how I spell, like, color and favorite. Do you, you, say, do you actually say a boot? I, no, I don't. Oh, damn it. I've always wanted to meet a Canadian that was really, really stereotypical instead of boot. Stereotypes you say rough instead of roof? Say what? Oh, you say rough? We say, we say roof. roof. Although I have met people that say rough. I think my parents say rough. I don't know why. Uh, up, up on the rough? I'm like, what? The rough. Roof. So, yeah, I'm like, it's roof. What are, you saying? what are you saying rough for? I'm, it's not a dog. It's like a golfing. And then Toad comes out of the background. <laughs> what? That's so random. I don't know. Anyways, I was leaving. Oh yeah. All right. Okay. Um. I'll see you later, Pyro. Thanks for having me. Later, Buzz. Later, Panda. See you. See ya. That was parts one and two of the roundtable. Now up is part three with our favorite moderator from down under. Mick128. Uh, now is a great time for bathroom break because this next one is uh, an hour long in itself. And then after that, we have the segment where I talk to Scaven in 3D about the competitive Smash. Really cool stuff up next. Enjoy.
Alright, so part three of the roundtable. Um, right now I'm joined by, of course, the Buzzsaw. Oh, you know, it kind of reminds me of that thing in Spider-Man, that one guy, you know, the Bonesaw? Except it's like, yeah. the Buzzsaw, yeah, it's like, I'm, Buzzsaw. That's going to be my son someday. <laughs> the Bonesaw. My child will be the Bonesaw, and the next set child will be the Chainsaw. And our third special guest of the um, episode is Mick128. Um, yeah. Big favorite among the fans. Uh, you, Buzz, and uh, Gimpy are definitely the top three um, guests we've ever had. So, yeah, welcome mm-hmm. back. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great to be back. All right, so the two updates we're talking about today are the uh, Team Healer and the co-op events. We figured, you know, uh, the whole team thing should be, you know, together. Uh, and, of course, as you know, people have probably gotten used to by now. I'm going to read Yoko's impression of the team healer first, as it is the cut update for the week. All right, and here's what Yoko has to say. Well, team battles along with its item. Red, blue, and green confirmed. White, gold, and black ought to be in there, because it's a shame otherwise. Red Zelda equals Zoh My God Awesome. Uh, in fact, all her, co- all of her costumes have just been phenomenal. Do I like the idea of this item? Not really. Just have someone pick up a heart container instead of this placid smash ball looking thing. Is it possible to use this on yourself? We don't know. There are a lot of questions still to be an an- to still to be answered. Although Red DK, Blue Pit, and Blue Fox are looking great as well. So it looks like he liked the uh, costumes a lot mm. or colors, I guess. <laughs> I just have a quick comment on the healing yourself thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've kind of given that some thought, and if if it turns out that it is possible to say throw it up and have it land on yourself mm. something tells me you won't have time to do that anyway in a serious match because assuming the other person s- isn't knocked off well yeah but i'm just saying like you know d- judging how many items seem to pop pretty far and take a while to come back down you throw it up like hurry 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 and the person <laughs> yeah. comes down like thwack <laughs> Dang it. I'm true. willing to bet it's going to be like most throwing items where, you know, like if you throw a beam sword now and Molly, you throw that up, it comes down, it's not going to hit you. Mm-hmm. So That's I'm going to guess point. it's going to be something like that. You know what I can guess, yeah. though? I can guess uh, as, you know, grabbing items now is going to become really easy and a big deal in the game. Uh, you can probably grab it before it hits you as the teammate and then send it back towards that person. Mm-hmm. That's true. That'd be kind of handy. So you're just like, hey, heal me. And you chuck it, they catch it, they throw it back at you. Exactly. But of course that will still take time. It's just a lot more dynamic and you can change around. Right. I but wonder if like I... no one jumps in the middle in between. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's Probably like when, 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 when you see that, how did Fox get there so fast? Is he really that fast? I mean, from, yes. from the, the second screenshot or like the uh, fourth whatever screenshot, when she's throwing it and all of a sudden smat, like Fox is in the middle there. He's just amazing that way. He, he always has been. Of course, he's not. He's like, just a power. Dude. See, um, after he gets healed, he's over 9,000. There's no question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, well, I, it does I appreciate that Nintendo's trying new things. Like, you know, this is, this is a unique idea. At least yeah. it's not just a typical item. There's something you take and you have to use it on a teammate as opposed to just throw it at an enemy or something. So, um, that's true. Or even the other healing things where you just pick it up and that's it, you're healed. Right. This is still where yeah. you pick it up and throw it. Uh, I, I do think that like the idea of this item is great. The, the fact, rather the implication of the implications with this item are awesome. The item itself is really mediocre. The implications yeah. being that they really think of new ways to make Brawl really unique. <laughs> and I mean, can you imagine things like power-ups? You know, to make the other person stronger? 
no, or like on fire or some mm. random shit. It's you know some like random effect on them, you know, instead of healing, um, and that kind of stuff. I mean, there's a lot of mm. stuff you can <laughs> do with this with the uh, you know team dynamic, and there's a lot of stuff like that come to mind that he could be changing because you know he's doing this whole team thing. I mean, come on, you guys, you didn't really ever. I don't think anyone would have predicted team items. I mean, that's really unique, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I think Buzz... So all the games out. that are similar to um, Smash in any way, like Jump Superstars or even the Guilty Gear series, I can't think of any item that's ever been done team things. Guilty, Guilty Gear didn't ah. have items, right? Okay, yeah, he did kind of drop. One second. Don't you just love this on, on a podcast that you can't edit because you're not Yoko? Because I sure do. All right, I'm going to stop <laughs> this. And the buzzsaw is reborn. Uh, he was having some problems with his um, router or something, and then his computer froze. So basically, the internet hates buzz. Pretty much. That's a good way to sum it up. So we better move right along before I lose it again. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, and we uh, were talking... Well, you know, something else will hate you. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we all hate you, though, Buzz. You know, in, in a I, fun way. <laughs> oh, I'm hated for my post oh. yeah. You know, I think anyone with intelligence is generally hated by the other by the populace. It's very true. Yeah. Intelligence is like a heresy, sort of back like when <laughs> scientists said the Earth is round. They're like, no, it can't be, it can't be. But I just went around it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I guess you're right then. <laughs> hey, you know what? Screw the scientists, okay? The world is flat. You can actually go to a website where people intelligently, like intelligent people almost, almost, debate the world's actually flat. And that be- I mean, if you fly up high enough, you can see it turn around. Yeah, and they say it's a big conspiracy <laughs> where they're all lying. Well, you know what's funny is in any debate, you can do the whole prove it thing. Oh. Like, you know, you, you haven't seen it. You haven't been around the world. Prove it. Prove it. I hate that. My roommate does that all the time for no reason. So I'll say something like, oh, look, DDD is confirmed. Prove it. <laughs> it's it's right there. It's it's horrible. But you haven't played the game. You don't know. Exactly. Brawl may not even exist. This could all be fake. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. And he's serious, too, when he does this kind of stuff. It's, it's uh, ridiculous. Wow. Uh, so we were talking about the the dynamic of having uh, an item that is team specific, which is a really strange, really interesting, and very Smash specific uh, mm-hmm. kind of idea. And you were about to comment on that, I oh, believe, before well, you. Great. Before now I've dropped. long since forgotten that, forgotten that comment. So awesome, we can move on. I'll just I'll just <laughs> say that Sakurai has a weird obsession with component video cable colors: <laughs> red, green, blue. Actually, it's white instead of uh, green for me. It's what? what? It is? Yeah. Uh, at least here in, you know, the Michigans. I call it the Michigans. Hmm. That's odd. Wait, I you're, you, you have the red, are you talking about red, white, yellow, or red, green, blue? Because it should be the same everywhere. Red, white, yellow. That's not, that's not component video. What is it? That's, that's, those are just standard RCAs. Component video is like the, the way you oh, get progressive oh. scan and all that jazz. Yeah, that's true. I, I just oh, got buzzed. Or sawed, one of the yes. two. <laughs> I need to get a sound effect and like put on the air. You do, kind of like, a, like those canned laughter things, except it's a canned buzz saw sound. Exactly. Sugar Pulcher will search one and we'll let you edit that in because we know you love editing so much. Oh God, no! I seriously don't even think I'm going <laughs> to censor myself in the Easter egg. 
or even um, I don't I'll, even know. If I'd like, like to point out one other thing that I've mm. seen in this picture. Everybody has a GameCube controller. Yeah. I, I think, they I think there's no dispute. Like even Sakurai himself has said in words, he's like, the GameCube controller is the one to use. That's how you play Smash. Yeah, seriously. I I bet you a million bucks that they're in the studio. They test the other control schemes to make sure they work. But once they work, they set them down and they plug in their GameCube controllers because they're way better for this game. No doubt. And just before I Clearly. continue on that point, that Echo dude is really trippy. It's like, I'm starting to be like, whoa, it's like, wow. I'm the sure the fans are loving it right The buzzsaws is sawing synonymously with another buzz. Or, what? Damn, I just got these Dual souls. There you go. Dual souls. Oh, man. I am writing that one down. That one was too good. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, no, I mean, like, the, the worst part of that, though, is... They make you, they force you at the uh, the demo kiosks and stuff like that to play with the yep. sideways Wiimote, which is such a dumb idea. No, no, for the demo, it's a great idea because if you think about it, no. they're so anxious to get their hands on the game, period, that we'll like it that much more when we can have a good control scheme. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. So, for those so you make it suck the first exposure <laughs> it gets, and then it gets better from there. So, uh, Well, yeah, if, hopefully that will be the case, but, you know... Whether or not that's true, no idea. Um, and Probably more likely just that they're trying to get it so that people actually use the control scheme. Because otherwise, it's like, guys, you need to use a GameCube controller or a sideways remote. Come on, you, you, guys, remote. It, oh god, it's you can move it around. See, this, <laughs> is, this is what I predict. I will go to a tournament if I get if I become like a pro or something, like an amazing brawler. I'll go to tournaments using only the sideways remote just to taunt <laughs> and like my my opponents. Say, hey, look, you guys. I'm using a sideways Wiimote and nothing else. <laughs> and laugh in their faces because it, it's You so got schooled good. by an inferior control scheme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Dude, dude, that'll be and, my online taunt. I'll pretend like I'm only using the sideways Wiimote online. So everyone uh-huh. will think that I'm amazing because I'm, I'm like... <laughs> oh, <thank you>. <laughs> <laughs> well, only think you're amazing, but actually won't be. No, no, not at all. That's amazing. Like, oh my god, how do you do that with the sideways remote? And I'll be like, because I'm a baller, man. Yeah. That's I'll actually say it because I'm a baller. A smash baller. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's really good. <laughs> That's what we're all becoming now. Uh, so, dude, the, yeah, it's the colorists. How disappointing are you guys the that colors, they don't have. Dude. Oh, well, I was gonna say that. The colors, dude, technically, the colors. we're not sure if you can't do black and white and green um, or gold, but it looks pretty much at this point that probably not. Well, I think, like he says, there are three team colors: red, green, and blue. If he was trying to like infer that there are other colors, he could say you can choose from colors like red, green, and blue. That's true. But he sees, but again, you know, he may continue doing his psychopathic update pattern and come back later and be like, "There are three more team colors." <laughs> that will be an <laughs> update in and of itself. There are three other team colors. <laughs> <laughs> well, knowing, knowing this month and the, and the previous yeah. month, we probably would have got one team color per update over like the course of a week. Yeah, if, if like yeah, today, if Brawl's blue delayed team again. confirmed. If Brawl's delayed we again, can't. I can I can imagine them doing a single update. For red, single update for green, and the one for blue. <laughs> On the first update, they can't show them fighting anybody because they haven't confirmed another color yet. <laughs> <laughs> Here is Team Blue. Look at them taunt. Wow. <laughs> Look at them taunt. 
Blue team can jump. <laughs> Blue team can dodge. Blue team can walk off the edge. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh man. Oh god. But I mean, like, everyone has been looking forward for, like, a white, a yellow, and a black team because they have the colors. It seems like everyone has those colors, and those colors look cooler than the red, the green, or, or the blue colors, for the most part, at least. It's kind of disappointing. It's true. Yeah. I, well, I will admit, though, hmm? yeah, like, if they had those, those colors, everyone would want to be black. Most people would yeah. want to be black. Look, and there's I no am not emo. That. I am not emo. I will only go white, other than Zelda, because her black costume's sweet. Yeah. Well, that you just prove it then. You will play Zelda and you will be black. I won't play Zelda because I don't. Actually, I like Zelda a lot. I don't like sheep. <laughs> Damn you! I just got uh, Sonic. You have again. a crush on her? Uh, yeah, no, nah, not not really crush. More like primal lust. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> uh, <laughs> no, um, I mean what? she's not very hot. I mean, there's no what? even Zero Suit Samus isn't very hot. What I think it's interesting is the way he worded the last picture. Hmm? He said, and occasionally, it may cause an opponent to recover damage instead. And, like, (laughs) to me, that's like, shouldn't he just say, if you hit the opponent with it, they recover instead? Why does he have to make it all, like, cryptic? Like, you know, (laughs) occasionally, you know, you throw it at your teammate, but just on a whim, the game decides to heal the opponent for no... (laughs) For no particular reason. That's it was originally so this bug that we just couldn't work out, but we thought, name is a feature. <laughs> if you can't beat him, join him. <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, I didn't notice this before. The higher your damage meter, the more you recover. I didn't notice well, that. Huh. that. That brings to light two possible questions. Like, is it just the ratio of how much you heal, or does it bring you down to a set amount? Like, if you're above... 150 to 200, you bring it down to 100, or... I think it's like, it's probably around the uh, the ratio changing, the more percentage uh, healed. So you probably recover, like, say, 50%, so uh, 50% of your percent, man, that's confusing because they use percent for damage, but half, half of yeah. your damage goes down would be an example of that. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would mm. think that that's what it would go like, because it makes most sense be, to me, it's not like... You know, if they said the other one, they would say, when your damage meter is at a certain point, you'd heal down to another point or something. They, I think they would convey it a little bit more, because what they say right. infers the whole ratio changing. That's true. So, yeah. Or it could just be something like, you know, it restores 1,000 HP, so if you've got 25 damage, it restores 25. If you've got 50 damage, it restores 50. And this and you're living somehow, <laughs> yes, you'll be recovered. Watch, you, there'll be items that can only use in the stamina mode. Watch that happen. And coin battle. Uh, well, at this point, I actually wouldn't be surprised. I would. Mm. Who plays coin battle? <laughs> Honestly. Well, oh, no, I'm... Yeah. I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised if there's... Kind of you probably get so. the poltergeist for the coin mode, suck up all the coins. The what device? The poltergeist? Oh, the uh, poltergeist. poltergeist. The oh, dust? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pol- no, it's the vacuum thing of Luigi's. Yeah. Yeah. I think no, it's the That would be awesome if you could, like, suck up the money. Or if you're, like, Kirby or DDD. You could suck up the, suck up the money with their, uh, <gasps> things. Oh, actually. Yeah, I discussed that in the Kirby forums. I was hoping that you could stand on the edge of a stage with Kirby 
and just suck. And like, no matter how far away the opponent is, if they're level with you, they should like just slowly slide towards you. <laughs> that would be sweet. You're and just like, like <laughs> just floating there, just getting sucked towards, and just floating there. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, yeah, the, the money would be great. You just sit on the corner and just start sucking all the money, just like flies in your mouth, and it's like, <laughs> yes, I'm the master of cash battles. <laughs> Cash wow. brawls. Kirby will be unbalanced in money brawl or cash brawl or whatever <laughs> they call it nowadays. That's what they designed him for. They're trying to encourage these money ma- these other kinds of matches. So they made characters specialized in certain character categories. I, lo- I love how they know as long no as one likes them. No, as long I as he doesn't start sucking in projectiles along with it. Mario shoots a fireball <laughs> halfway across the stage, zoom right into his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That would be incredible. I wonder if they're gonna add a, like a new effect for them, so like absorbing like projectiles, projectiles going in their mouths, because they, you know Wario can eat like you know grenades and stuff. Oh yeah, and, oh, yeah. and they actually have a unique animation. So I wonder what'll happen if a grenade is thrown at Kirby at his mouth when he's sucking. If there'll be like something unique. <laughs> Kirby's always sucking. That's that's not a question. Yeah, in all implications of the word. <laughs> <laughs> Well, did we did we ever give our shout out to uh, Red Zelda? We mentioned him no, briefly, I but said, yeah, that's a good point. Mentioned her, by the way. She has boobs. He said him. What? He said did him. I, we I? mentioned him briefly. 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 Wow. Oh, my bad. I'm getting the point. I have where a problem with it. Yeah, it's all right. Anyway, it's she looks awesome. Typical. Yeah, she does actually. I, I think the red colors are really nice. The blue fox is the um, metrosexual fox from the last game. And the that's what we call him back at you know my place, and yes. uh, the blue pit. Can't say I'm a fan, but I can't say that it's bad either. It, it's kind of well, it, some cool parts to it. I think the it's wings just, are a bit too dark. That's true. I think the rest of the it's costumes. Just, bit it's too just light. blue. It's just sort of making the team color because for the most part he's the same. Like he's almost the same. Yeah. Like I remember in uh, melee, Roy. Like, his original costume was mostly blue, but just for kicks and giggles, they made his actual blue outfit. And he had, like, white trim and a couple different colors, but it was mostly yeah. the same thing. So. Right. Yeah, they just it's just a technicality costume. <laughs> yeah. It's not really different. Oh, man, that's one thing yeah. that really gets me. Like, I mained Ganondorf, but I love alternate colors in, in Melee. That, that's one of my favorite things, just to change up my color all the time and, and try different <laughs> colors. And it's just fun to me. And Ganondorf and like Mewtwo, for example, too, worst alternate colors ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ganondorf was like black armor with colored tints. Yeah, and, I and Mewtwo looks like he's sick with his green color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, oh, it's it was. So I call bad. I call Green DK Moldy Kong. Moldy Kong, <laughs> nice. That's what he is. Who uses Green DK? Actually, a lot of people. I do. Too. Everyone does actually. I think that's cooler than his regular regular DK color. Is this moldy DK? Yeah, exactly. Moldy Kong. That's all I use. Moldy Kong. Because <laughs> everyone knows I'm a DK pro. <laughs> oh yeah. You you and your your young Link definitely. Um, yes. Pros hey, I am years. I am the thirteenth best masher in Eastern Idaho. Just Eastern Idaho. Was that a buzz <laughs> saw? <laughs> Yes, that's quick play. It was a shame but it was as close as it Wait. Nice. That is Sugar Paul. Mm. playing with her laptop. <laughs> we definitely have to play that next time someone gets sawed, but of course I'll try my hardest <laughs> not to get sawed. The forum audio, that would be amazing. 
form audio. As soon as someone reads your thing, it'll hear the sound. (laughs) (laughs) And if you close the topic, the sound starts. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's closed another one. Mick, you need a custom, like, uh... Oh, what was it? Oh, crap. I forgot what I was going to say. I need custom oh, no, crap, boy. Yes, custom crap. Custom when you lock awesome. a thread, that's what it is. When you lock a thread, you need this really loud, like, metal clang. It's like, it's like a dungeon shutting kind of thing. You know what I want? I want, like, a, a custom GIF or something that will always play over all of my text. It'll be kind of like cherry blossoms falling in the wind. When I, when I make a post, all of my text will be, like, covered in cherry blossoms that are that are falling constantly throughout i have no idea why i thought of that it's probably too early in the morning but wow that is a good idea incredible buzz get on that uh, <laughs> i will work on that would be hilarious Trigger culture will make it your sig shop he doesn't sound too impressed <laughs> she's reaching that point of delirium just like we are so yeah slap happy is what i like to call it with <laughs> blossoms as well Hmm? <laughs> Need some lasers to go with the blossoms. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, oh, maybe some fireworks in the background as well. Yeah. Some clouds and lightning, and just make it so it's just a huge pitch that makes the whole forum lag. <laughs> oh, yeah. also, Samurai, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, in your theory thread, um, this is the update that people were making a big deal about how since Kirby is in the select screen. <laughs> He cannot possibly be an unlockable character because uh, they would never show an unlocked character in a select screen. Never. God, people are so silly. By silly, I mean <laughs> I mean stupid. I mean really. I mean obviously the one of the biggest points was that they showed us the whole damn character select screen, not just one piece. They hold, they showed us the whole thing. If they uh-huh. they could for this actually supports my theory. Think about this. If they really wanted to emphasize things like the little item uh, and stage select things in the upper right-hand corner, then why don't they just do what they did there and just have a little section of it that you can see with a little explanation below it? Hmm? That's why very didn't, true. You know, why didn't they Why did they show the whole thing? Why didn't they blur it out if they wanted to? Why didn't they show the whole character select screen and then blur out the character select screen? Why do you only see these characters here when Kirby is there? Maybe they don't want to show you the character select screen when Kirby is unlocked. Or any other characters, and um, some of the people were arguing that, like, um, like why would they go to the effort to unlock all these characters? And basically, I said to them, "Well, to be honest, since they're doing a lot of beta testing with these games, yeah. they probably don't want to go to the effort to delete the save data to put it back to its original state." Yeah. So. So frankly, uh, I don't really care about the theory too much per se because mm-hmm. I've never cared about what the starting roster is. Because, I mean, within 24 hours, unless there's something time-based like Mewtwo, I will have every every character. Like, seriously, every hidden character. And I think most people will. So within 24 hours, all of this debating and that whole, like, 20-something thousand page thread is uh, is going to be useless. It's going to be pointless. That's true. You know? But it's fun to speculate, and that's why we do it. So. By fun to speculate, you mean the only thing we can do now. Yep. Guessing games. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, let's move on to the co-op events. We've already talked, you know, about coin battles a lot. We've ripped into it a good amount. Let's let's get Yoko's impression. Yoko says, let me find it. Uh, here it is. It's good to see that this is the game. Uh, and how, wait, what do you say? No, that, that's that's Porky's theme or something. Oh, okay, here we go. I, I'm not wearing my glasses. i got to look really close to the screen. 
it's good to, it's good to see this is in the game and how it will affect some of the event matches that we'll be aware of from the single player side of things hell we could even wait we could e we could have even predicted this coming with the two trouble kings why else would mario go up against ddd anyways it's also nice to see that emerald is in the game as an altered costume but for the love of god let's see a female trainer as well either way green ivysaur is pretty cool dark samus and dark link rather their shadow forms should be interesting indeed and oh yeah coin battle well um, crap <laughs> is what Yoko says. I, I think there isn't a single person out there that's like, whoa, they they brought back coin. This is this is like this is like the DK stage update where they're imitating ice climbers that icicle mountain. It's the, and no one cared. No one liked it. Everyone's like, wait, why would they bring back one of the most unpopular things in melee? There are two really unpopular things in melee. That stage. And coin battle. <laughs> I've never met a single person in my life that enjoyed either of those two things. Sort of like how people don't really enjoy time matches of any kind. Yeah. Everyone prefers stock. <laughs> I, I'm seriously like I don't understand who would want a time match over stock match. I think those people kind of screwed up in the head. Little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Some mental issues to work out. Be patient with them, samurai. Be patient. <laughs> I don't know. I think this update's really cool, just because I am excited. Like, I mean, obviously I'm kind of in a unique situation compared to most other Smashers, but me married. and my wife are going to totally go to town with these things yeah, cause, and cause do all these cool in, in close proximity, is that why? Yes, very close proximity. <laughs> Closer than you'll ever get, Samurai. Oh, so you say, so you say. It's not cut her. But seriously, like that was that was one of the things I was worried about. I was like, I don't want to sit here and uh, unlock everything alone. But now I can do it with my wife, and she doesn't have to sit and watch or keep herself occupied. She could sit and watch. If I were you, yeah. if, if I had a wife, I'd be like, Yo, just sit here and watch. I'm not gonna play with you. <laughs> this is Smash Brothers. Uh, and you wonder why really you're still good. single. <laughs> the reason I'm still single is shrouded within mystery, and you'd be surprised at how few girls want. A panda. I mean, it's fun to cuddle. <laughs> it's fun to cuddle, but everything else is just hard. I have claws. I'm sure the big katana drives my possible suitors as well. I mean, the katana is always a plus. No, no girls yes. ever complain about my katana. Well, not directly. I, I have a master sword. None have complained and lived. <laughs> oh man. Ah, but uh, yeah, let's let's go away from my love life. And back, back to Smash Brothers Brawl. Well, that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I oh, totally man. lost my train of thought. I was going to say something. It was going to be cool. And you guys were well, like, at, whoa. Look at Two Trouble Kings. That's what I was going to say. Oh, oh. That's a good point. Now I remember. Um, look at the first screenshot. In the right-hand side, you see P2 Entry. Uh, and then go back to the other events mode that we saw the screenshots of. Why is that not in there? Maybe they didn't want to reveal that yet. But why is it not there? Maybe they didn't want to reveal that yet. Okay, not answer my question. <laughs> why is it not there? Because <laughs> if it was there, you would have seen it and gone, Oh, there's two-player mode. And that would have totally ruined yet another update. I know, but the whole idea is how do they turn that off? 
Do they not play oh, good stop. controller? Could, could you please rephrase the question? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you guys think they just like didn't they didn't plug in the other controller? Is that what you guys think happened? That, that could be it. That I just think they it. wanted to hide it. That's all I think. Yeah, I agree with that. Hiding. I would have blurted out if I were them and be like, "Yo, yeah, we're still working on this." Uh, so someday in the future, I might get it, and then next week, like that Monday, I'd show it. Well, if you look at the two screens at the top too, like you have the P2 entry, and then when the P2 does come into uh, playing the games, it switches to co-op events. Do you think any of them will be like radically different? There are. I mean, co-op event number three, the ones that they show. Co-op event number three is where Mennonite is, is preventing Kirby to get onto the Halberd, so it's a time really really short time thing. And then for the co-op event three. It's DDD and Yoshi um, killing people in super sudden death mode or something random. Oh, I did not notice those little character icons down below the, the screenshot. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is kind of cool, actually. I missed that detail. Very, very observant sound. <laughs> I just outsawed the saw. <laughs> I, yeah, I need, to go, I need to go sharpen it. Getting <laughs> it blunt. Yeah, exactly. I've been cutting too many people in the forums. I've been using too much. <laughs> oh, but I mean, it's so easy. It's so fun. It yeah. takes it takes a but lot no. of that cutting to get dull. But uh, yeah, um, <laughs> why don't we go through these events one by one slowly? Um, I don't know why I emphasize the slowly part. <laughs> really slow. Really slow. The first one is trouble, King. <laughs> there are two kings. And there are two heroes. <laughs> and the kings are trouble. Alright, look look for an entire podcast the sometime heroes. in the future where we're doing this. <laughs> we'll make a two-hour podcast into an eight-hour podcast. And then Kirby is forward smashing. <laughs> and then oh, the man. next event mode... <laughs> Oh, Join us next time on the 24-hour Smashcast. <laughs> oh, boy. We should do that. A live 24-hour Smashcast where we do that. Uh, the big question around these events is can they be done online? That's what a lot of people have been asking. You know what? I think with all this co-op stuff, they're going to definitely uh, um, announce a co-op online because it just makes sense that there's online that they have so much co-op stuff of course they're yeah. gonna have some people that are really sad and don't have friends mick so it's <laughs> <laughs> true well like they do they already announced it for like the home run contest and a couple other things i mean it's, it just makes sense that you could do it here too so that'd be, that'd be really cool to be able to play cooperatively with people wait did they say you could play it online home run yes i oh. think so I didn't. <laughs> don't doubt me. I don't want to look it up. <laughs> I don't remember okay. personally. All right, you keep talking. I'll look it up. Hold on. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, two trouble kings. Eh, whatever. Kind of typical. The next one I think is a very, very big update to talk about because of Pokemon Trainer's alternate costume. We see the green trainer in the background. The Ivysaur. If you haven't noticed, is actually different from the the uh, other Ivysaur, the the real Ivysaur. Did you notice that? Yeah, slightly green bulb. Yeah, he's he's uh, greener than normal, and that's that's the whole thing. Uh, and actually, if you look really closely in the um, <coughs> the second screenshot, the screenshot where they show the uh, co-op event matches, look really, 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 really closely at where they have co-op event number two, which is that Pokemon one, and you will see 
a Charizard that looks like shit. Hey, can I just cut in for a quick sec? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can do um, home run online. Oh, you can? Yeah, co-op home online. Uh, only with friends, though. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you can only do it with friends. That's all I was looking at. Dang you, Mick. You wasted my time. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. Uh, then that would be odd if they announced that, but didn't announce an uh, encompassing co-op online thing. Hmm. Well, it makes sense. It makes sense that when you do it with anyone, you just play standard brawls, and then when you have friends, you can say specifically, "Hey, let's do this." And so that 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 to me essentially confirms the idea that you can play one on ones with any settings you want mm -hmm. with friends. So, yeah. Hmm. Well, we'll see. I think that'd be silly if they didn't announce co-op online for everything that's co-op. Um, right. But yeah. But yeah. So back to um, the shit colored Charizard. That is a really <laughs> ugly color. Yeah. It, he looks Can we like say Diarrhizard? Diarrhea. No. Chararia. Chararia. That works well. That works really well. So I will never, ever play with Chararia. Not only because he's ugly, but because you just call him Chararia. That is <laughs> that is a stigma that will never be removed. And it's going to be. It sounds more like an STD. <laughs> it actually kind of does. Like, almost like Gonorrhea, except Charizard. <laughs> that what, I was. I'm sorry. Long? I'm sorry, dear. We can't do it tonight. I've got Chararia. Chararia? <laughs> no. How do you get yeah, Chararia? How do you Char contract Char Chararia? I'll have to try that one on sugar sometime. What? You're gonna try <laughs> Chararia on her? No, I was say no. Sorry, I got Chararia. I just can't. No, it's not a headache. It's Chararia. <laughs> <laughs> the STD that just doesn't stop. Keeps coming back. Oh wow! I didn't notice this. Look in the background. You can see that there's a zoomed-in thing on the screen for Pokemon Stadium in the upper left-hand upper left corner. A zoomed-in what screen? Like, what oh, were you yeah, looking at? like remember in uh, Melee how they had that where they would show kind of like one person or something like that or some of the battle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. camera. Yeah, it's up. It's up there in the upper left in the uh, Pokemon Stadium too. I never noticed. And that. it looks like looks like there's double screens too. You see the big split between it. No. Or is that some? Oh, that's a platform. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and we are clocking Let's in at twelve twenty-seven a.m. Dang it. Yeah, I'm at two twenty-six a.m. So, yeah. I just got well, sawed again. Mm -hmm. hmm? What did you say? Just bragging. That I said time. I just. Oh. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Yeah, isn't like four p.m. for you, Mick? Uh, yeah, four thirty almost. Damn you, Australians! <laughs> you yeah, so I'm getting Christmas for you guys, so yeah, you are getting. I still trade you Christmas early for brawl. <laughs> Australia has the metric system and A4 paper. Heck yeah. <laughs> what the hell is A4 paper, and why do you know they have it? <laughs> it what well, do you have? A bit of A4. Look, I have, have A1. like Z3. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have letter size eleven uh -huh. eight, eight and a half by eleven. And down under, they use different paper. Yep. Yeah, ours is made from uh, kangaroo skins. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's Where really hard to write when the kangaroo keeps jumping away from you. <laughs> like, you almost finished your essay, and all of a sudden it's down off the road, and you've got to jump in your wallaby and chase it down. <laughs> jump on your wallaby. <laughs> That's awesome. Except Man. my shooting students can't afford that. They're stuck with wombats. <laughs> wombats. Dude, whenever I hear wombats, I always automatically think of womp rats from Star Wars. I'm such a nerd. Oh, God. 
I used to bullseye womp rats in my T-16 track home. They're not much bigger than two meters. <laughs> you quote it. <laughs> hey, I have all six movies on DVD. Widescreen. Who doesn't, man? I mean... <laughs> Uh, oh, oh yeah, so uh, the fastest, shortest, sudden death. Yeah. That's a really random title. But it is, actually. You get no 10 seconds that. to defeat as many people as you want with. Is that. Luke, Lucas is in there. Lucas is getting his ass whooped there. Right hmm? <laughs> Lucas is dead. <laughs> yeah, that should tell you what Sakurai thinks of Lucas. That explosion? Yeah, that's Sakurai's. <laughs> that's his position. I love on the, the explosion right of the damage meter. Um, speaking of the explosions, did you guys notice that like um, there are now diagonal explosions which were not present in Melee? Yep, I've noticed that for a while. I think that they might have changed it to a circular barrier instead of a square. I was, I was just going to ask that, if you can die in any direction and it does circular explosions. That's pretty cool. That'd be interesting, but I don't know if they would do circular. Maybe they just have a corner explosion now. Well, that's what I was wondering. They're, they're either going to be circular or just the eight cardinal directions. So. What the hell's eight cardinal directions? It's like the eight off, sins. Off the, the eight deadly sins. You can die in gluttony, or you can die in <laughs> lust. Oh, I spent my last hours of my life playing Smash. <laughs> must get killed by lust. Must get killed by lust. Must get killed by lust. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, boy. And then the all-mine. With I think that's kind of cool. Kind of funny, rather, the characters they choose. Wario and, and Bowser. Yeah, cash brawl. Oh god, there are like nondescript smash bills, which come out of characters now. And they look ironically like uh, American bills because like Australian bills are very colorful. I like Australian money. We've also got uh, some plastic too, so if it gets wet, it doesn't get ruined. They're plastic. Are you serious? Austra They're plastic. Australian Aust Australia is basically America 2.0. They just thought of everything. <laughs> And that's Japan. Well, the only downside is it's rather hot here, so, you know, if it gets too hot, we'll melt Take off all your clothes. It's a it's a win-win <laughs> situation. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. The bills, the bills in the game all look pretty green. They look pretty American, if you ask me. Actually, they look more British to me. look more like the pound. Not I don't even know what a pound looks like, to be honest. Really? It's a big Smash tournament. I've seen, I've seen the British <laughs> Jack before. <laughs> No, you know what? They're euros. That's what they are. They're, no one, no <laughs> one will recognize them. Oh boy! And this smash Korean emblem in them. <laughs> Not Korean money. Smash rose. They're, they're actually, it's Thai money. <laughs> oh, Thai money. There we go. Yeah, you know they wanted to do like props to the ties. That's you know what? You can tell that they don't care about coin battle, and they know no one cares about coin battle because they didn't <laughs> bother making its own update. They're just like, well, okay, we'll just throw it in here. <laughs> well, They're like trying to why, hide it away so no one pointed out. In the all mine screen, how come there's no coins? How come it's all cash? There's actually a coin right next to Mario. Is it? I thought that was a bumper. Huh? I thought that was a bumper. No, that's a coin. And then there's what another coin next coin? to that coin. Actually, two oh. coins. Oh, it's a coin with a Smash logo on it. Yeah. Gotcha. Man, yeah, my eyes. <laughs> You need glasses, man. Oh, man. Pass them over. <laughs> I also think it's interesting how they showed Sonic. I think it's like deconfirming the ring mode, which everyone, by everyone I mean like two people have mentioned in the past before. The ring mode? <laughs> I mean, that would be kind of cool. Where they all like, you know, you hit someone, all the rings come out and you need a ring or else you, you die. 
So yeah, everyone dies in two hits unless you have a ring. That'd be kind of cool. Or unless, unless you get a ring back after you get the one hit, I mean, but... I always thought that was kind of annoying. It's like, you could accumulate, like, 5,000 rings, and you touch one spike, and they're all gone. What annoys me the most was that 5,000 rings didn't come out. So if you collected everything yeah. that fell out, you'd be, like, yeah. at a third of that. <laughs> if that. Oh. I think some of the later and, ones, if you got hit, you just got 20 coins out. So there goes all your and, you know, half an hour. And he comes back. Bumping. Yeah, Diddy, Diddy came, comes back to get his ass handed to him, which he deserves for being ugly. <laughs> he's, get, he's getting hammered big time. Well, in, in this week, D3. he got he got hammered by D3, and he got uh, fist up the ass by Kirby, or was about to. Yeah, he's like, he was lining up for it, too. Like, Diddy yeah. Kong could see him, and he's like, hey, hit it right there. Go. Go. <laughs> Diddy Kong was like, oh, should I lift my tail up? Or little to, little to the left? Yeah, I think I should. <laughs> oh, no. oh, and I forgot to mention earlier that you can play Target Smash with two players simultaneously as well. You got the Target Smash. So here, here's the thing that really, 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 really bugged me about this Target Smash one. Everyone was in a debate: is it five, five maps per character, or is it five maps? period that every character can play on differently you know <clears throat> but guess what they showed us Meta Knight's map or the map Meta Knight was on and then they showed us again the map Meta Knight was on in the screenshot the same map with Meta Knight on it so you well, can't then, tell whether yeah, or not this exactly. person's joining Meta Knight but then again this is, this is Sakurai being vague once again yeah but you get, although player 2 is Meta Knight so maybe because player one is is snake. That's a good question. Because like in well in melee, you could plug in any controller and you would be on that character slot. Like yeah. your color and everything would change appropriately. So there might still be a quote unquote hosting character. Right. That's what I th that's what I thought might be the case. <clears throat> that was nice. I like that. <laughs> Sorry. That was... <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> One, I think you just have the My first bad. burp aired on Show Me Your News. <laughs> that and was... Yoko wasn't around to hear it. Damn. <laughs> yeah, you will. So not uh, only does do Buzz does Buzz have the honor of putting the first female on air, but he also puts the first burp on air. <laughs> he puts the first sound I'm effect. A man of many many talents. <laughs> yes. Oh man, so, but um, yeah, someone pointed out though that there are items in the exact same spots. In, uh, in you said items in the exact same mm. spots. I mean, like that 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 cracker launcher. What an unfortunate name, by the way, cracker launcher. But <laughs> that that cracker <laughs> launcher right there. What would you rather it be called? White person launcher. I don't know. More PC. <laughs> <laughs> the cocaine launcher. <laughs> Hyper Explosion Cannon of Doom. <laughs> there you go. That's a good name. I would, you say I would use that. In a constant location? Yeah. Item? Uh, item mm -hmm. spawn oh, the same location. on the target match. Yeah, what do you think? I you mean, you thought I was talking about the real thing? Well, once once again, my eyes are broken, and I couldn't see what screenshot you were referring to. I didn't know there were items on that screen. They're Indeed, very well it, camouflaged. They are. Next to the exploding smash. Wait, exploding... Target. That's a really nice explosion. It took me a long time to realize he's he's destroying the target with the yeah. missile. Well, I, I'm disappointed that Snake's not wearing his leopard print. I think every time <laughs> I've seen Snake after that, I've always wished 
deep down that he's in his leopard print. Can you imagine seeing that ass in leopard print? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's gotten back. Oh, man. Oh, God, I just put some weird... We're going to need to see an ass smash between him and Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> Where they would both do their taunts, and then, like, you see, show me your news, and he clenches his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be careful. I have in-laws sleeping in the next room, so... <laughs> <laughs> they, they hear, like, ass contests, what? They're intrigued, probably. I've got headphones. They can't hear your filth, but Damn. they can hear mine. I think uh, we need to have more discussions where we get buzzed to say naughty words out loud. <laughs> oh, I see. Delegation of duties is important. Yeah, wow, what a quote. That was actually Yoko's backup quote in case we used his uh, actual quote of the week. That was oh, yeah. his, that was his other one. Delegation of duties is important. That was <laughs> such a uh, it was like another one of those things where I just wanted to like walk up to Sakurai, slap him and be like, "Okay, are you feeling better?" You feel like not being an idiot? I'll take this one, you take that one. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, be, to be able to set records and stuff like that would be kind of fun with a, with a teammate and things. It'd add a lot more depth into the whole record-setting thing. Now all we need is a leaderboard so that setting records actually matters. That's true. Mm. Well, I think I think people it would be up to the community either way because... Leaderboards, like like when I when I play strikers, the ranking system for the most part goes ignored. Like no one really cares, mm. and so I think we you need to need need to establish one in the community, like on the on the board somewhere. Like have a leaderboard itself. Well, see, here's what I think: if you have a leaderboard, uh, like through Smash, and then the number one leaderboard was I don't know, say penis, then or vagina, either one. I'm, I'll try to be you know fair to the sexes. So then I think a lot of people would, you know, fight their damnedest to try and get their, that name off of the, the top leaderboard. So I think that would really encourage a lot of competition. I just yeah. said that all with a straight face, which amazes me. Usually I, I crack up when I say penis. It's, while it's while we're on the topic, I think it wouldn't be that hard for Nintendo to have a ban list. Oh, I thought, I thought you meant on the topic huh. of penis. Whew. And I was, I was, oh, I was like, hmm. Especially when you started off saying, I don't think it'd be hard. (laughs) (laughs) Too much information. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) But no, actually, that's what I thought, too. Um, I thought about that later after we talked about it on one of the roundtables. Yeah, they could could have a ban list of bad words. You know, you can't name, you can't put the name penis in. You can't, oh, and there's only you know. so many possibilities, and it would just grow. I mean, they just they could just have a few moderators adding rewards they see or yeah. think of. <laughs> it's really not that difficult. I mean, no yeah. pen fifteen. Com- no problem is though, all the different combinations. You know, p e dot dot i s, or p e dot dot n i s, or you know, just throw a couple of letters in there that'll dodge out of the way. It'll look well, similar, and there you go. And it's true, and you could have like a report system. That was Sugar Poultry's idea. Just have a report button that's like, hey, look at this guy's name. We should ban it. Although they'd probably get a lot of spam if you get your ass kicked by, you know, SP. They'll be like, this actually is like, uh, you know, stands for this, this. And they'd, you know. Yeah. Although, what do you guys and think? You th- think I should go with SP or Panda as my online name? I'm Panda. Like, wow. Panda. Oh, that Panda. was fast. Because SP is short, easy, used by it's- Sugar Poultry, so I can steal it from her. <laughs> exactly. That was a plus. Sugar is five letters. Should probably be sugar. Yep. 
See, I just don't like having a thing above me. And it's just so distracting. But you like having letters. a thing below you? <laughs> it's the best place yeah, to have you things. See, you know what? That came out so wrong. Oh, God. That's just... Can, can I have no comment on the thing below or above? <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> oh, this, this has gone to the wrong, wrong uh, area. I'm pretty sure we have actually quite a few young listeners out there. So um, if you don't know what we're talking about, ask your parents. No. no. <laughs> Ignore it. You know, when I went up to my dad and asked him what an orgasm was, he said, uh... There's a dictionary for a reason, Alan. And I was like, damn. <laughs> I just said my name. Damn. You are... I'm going to steal your identity. <laughs> well, I'm Samurai Panda one, one way or another. And no one can spell my name correctly. That's, your that's your one bank name. account is mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you master hacker, you. Oh, yes. I know everything about... Never you, mind. You probably were the, uh, the technological consult on Mallrats. What? <laughs> was that Mallrats? No, no, that wasn't that hacker movie. That wasn't that. No, not at all. There was that one movie with what's her face, and she was a hacker, and those other guys were hackers, and they oh, like net something like that. Yeah, Sandra Bullock. No, no, not Sandra Bullock. They were young. They were they were like high schoolers. Oh, and they're like uh, all emo I don't know. before Maybe I emo seen it started. Oh, it's such an old movie, and I have no better way to explain film. this. Huh? <laughs> But maybe it's an Australian film. Yes. I, I keep I up with Australian that, movies. I don't know. claim ownership. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually Mick. The entire movie, just Mick. Mick cross-dressing. <laughs> you know, Mick cosplaying. You should do that one day. Make it, make an all-Mick movie. An all-Mick movie. <laughs> your way. Just, just for the name. An all-Mick movie. Uh, there'd have to be like 128 versions of me. <laughs> I bet you like the Mario 128 event match. Oh, dude, that's a good idea. Mario 128 event match? That's awesome. Nice thinking. It's a real event match. What are you talking about? What? What? You played the event event matches in Melee. There's one where you had to defeat 128 little Marios. Well, wow. Wow. I I feel stupid (laughs) now. I wasn't being sarcastic. I, th- I thought that was like such a good idea because it's that whole Mario 128 demo thing, you know. So yeah, I thought that was kind of insightful on your part. Man, learn learn your single player, for... Panda. Jeez. Look, okay, I played that once in my whole life just to unlock characters. <laughs> <laughs> I think that. And now uh, that you think about it, that event mode was actually a pretty decent, uh, you know, red herring. Everyone would have then been thinking that there was going to be a huge amount of Mario's for Mario 128, and turned out to be Galaxy instead. Although, I, t- I think it turned out to be Sunshine, technically. Uh, no, no, what that meant was that the demo that was shown with all Mario's running over the circle thing, yeah. everyone was going to assume that there's going to be uh, you know a huge amount of Mario's in the next game, not that oh. it's going to be a circular thing. Mm-hmm. So that was a pretty decent uh, red herring they threw in there. That is true. That is, that is a good point. Although, actually, the, it, the game was in production at the time. They literally were going to make Mario 28 or yeah, some, some, whatever the name was. Uh, and then they changed their minds, and then actually aspects of Mario 128 went into both um, Sunshine and Galaxy. Different aspects of it here and there, they said. Okay. Or, I mean, 
Yeah, I, I, I'm lost right now. <laughs> My train of thought just went. Let's just get back to saying that he sucks at single player. Let's let's pretend that he was Buzz. And no. <laughs> well, I mean, I I don't remember this kind of stuff honestly. Like I remember Event Match 51 because everyone always asked the question, "Who did you play for Event Match 51?" Kind of like the whole like, "Where were you during the earthquake for this like San Francisco earthquake <laughs> thing?" That phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or like, "Where were you when 9/11 happened?" That other phenomenon. Yeah, it's it's the same. I exact was in thing. bed. I was actually in class, and I fell asleep while they were announcing it. They, like, had a special thing, like, special assembly, where they brought everyone in to explain what was going on. And I slept through it, and then I woke up, I was like, whoa, there are buildings collapsing. I saw the second plane crash live in my chemistry class. Everyone started crying. Wow. That's... I woke up and the radio was talking about it. Huh. Like I said, I was asleep. <laughs> I, was, I lived in uh, Washington, so, you know... Three hour difference, I was in bed. Yeah. Hmm. So I woke up and, like, everyone's all like, oh my gosh, it's like the Twin Towers are blowing up. And I was like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, what kind of movie was that? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I first walked into my chemistry class and I thought everyone was watching a movie. I'm like, yes, movie day. So I sit down and I'm like, this is so cool. And then the teacher's like, this is not cool. And I'm like, what? What's wrong? And, my friend filled me in, and then I looked at the TV, and boom. I was just like, <gasps> oh, no way. <laughs> it <was> scary. <laughs> I, I think Sugar wins for the uh, where were you during 9-11 story. That's very <laughs> true. I guess and, and Mick I loses, of course. <laughs> Mick loses simply because you are un-American. You, sir, are not a patriot. <laughs> My fault I was asleep at the time. thing happened like about 3 a.m. <laughs> I slept through the whole thing, all the humanity. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. I have little Ninja Turtle action figures that are on my desk for some reason, and I've been playing with them for this whole time. <laughs> we see where your mind's at. They're so cool. They're Ninja Turtles, and I, I have no idea why they're here. I think one of hey, my cousins left it here. The X-Tunnel scene theme song, they confirm Turtles for the games, so don't worry. I'm completely lost at that reference, but I know it has something to do with the podcast. X, the tunnel scene, music in Brawl. Sounds like. suggested it. Yeah. Has Ninja Ninja Turtle theme in it. I remember. You guys have to realize my memory, really short term. (laughs) (laughs) That puts a light hour, probably. Huh? What's my name, Samurai? Who? Who the hell are you? Yeah. Uh, but all right, will, I, I think you uh, hand your wallet over to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're actually my twin brother. I'll, I'll through the internet give you my wallet. Put my hand through my mic. I take <laughs> PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well, I think 50, 54, fi- fifty. Wow, fifty-five minutes for uh, one of the three segments. Oh God, this is gonna be one hell of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Well, the idea here is that quantity makes up for quality in the absence of Yoko. Yeah, actually, I'm going to go with yes. That makes a lot of sense. Oh, people, I have to agree. People, people are not going to be listening to this. You know what? If you've listened this far, I want you to say something in or, or like raise your hand on the forums because that that's props to you for listening, listening to this whole thing. <laughs> very true. I mean, it's fun doing it, uh-huh. but, you know, it's lose track of time. And we have no tangent control. No Yoko. True. 
True. Tangent control. I like that. We should copyright that. Yoko's tangent <laughs> control. Take the term. But all right. Um, I would like to thank you both for you know coming on the round table. Mick, you're an awesome guest. Uh, I think it's always great to have you on the show. And Buzz, you're a great co-host. Thank you, too. So. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's been a lot of fun coming back because yeah. I couldn't get enough the first time around, apparently. <laughs> and Sugar, <laughs> you're, you're, a, you're a great in-and-out female voice just for the hell of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Maybe you should plug your steak shop again or just ask the spammers to keep out. <laughs> well, I actually closed it for the holidays. but oh, um, really? They're doing better. I love them all. They know it. No Christmas <laughs> gifts? Hey, she has she has full time bouncers in the thread now. <laughs> like seriously, there are people that are like you don't worry, sugar poultry, you just do your thing, and if anyone comes and spams it, I'll be sure to get them reported. <laughs> <laughs> and they're dead serious too. It's funny. Oh god, that's awesome. I love the internet. I love it. I mean, I have mixed feelings about it. <laughs> <laughs> How's that gonna work when you're married someday? I love you. By the way, that means I have mixed feelings about you. <laughs> I could just picture that as the wedding vows. Darling, I have mixed feelings about you. Will you marry me? <laughs> she better say yes. <laughs> no, I'll marry a... What do you call a female panda? Pandette? <laughs> Pandas. Pa- Pandas? That sounds like a new line of like underwear. The Pandas. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'd buy that. Actually, actually, I kind of would. Yeah, Pandet works pretty good. <laughs> but <laughs> all right, it's it's like bordering on fifty-eight minutes for part three, and this is um hmm, a little long, especially because I can't edit anything. So yes, this is this is the the uh, only cut. Hmm, what it really looks hmm. like in the back scenes. Exactly. Show me your news. Uncut. <laughs> Uncut and uncensored. Exactly. That's why we can say penis and get away with it. So, yes, say, say it as much as you want in the remaining 20 seconds before I stop recording. Uh, I'll pass. Good, good, because I was actually going to cut, cut you off. <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh, well, in that case, penis, 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 penis. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right we seriously gotta stop this okay mick thank you so much oh not at all thanks for having me back and buzz you were awesome man not as awesome as you panda that is true all right panda. <laughs> oh man but uh no seriously i, I love like, the panda cast so well you were the panda cast in the end or part of it at least the, the, buzz the integral part yes. the buzz cast yes the pandas cast. The saw panda. <laughs> the yes. saw. The pan. No, the panda saw. There you go. That's what it was. Yeah. The panda, the saw. panda saw. That's good. But all right, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, that that concludes the roundtable. Let's give everyone a round of applause. All the guests. That Yay. was a clap, 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 weak, clap, weak clap, golf clap, 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 clap. Yeah, we can't clap in front of mics. That doesn't work. Uh, but uh, all right, I'll see you guys later. We'll see ya. Yeah. Wow, what a long roundtable, huh? Three parts, Buzz and I co-hosting, and Mick, Pyro Lizard Kid, and Colbusman as the guests. Great stuff. Thank you guys so much again. 
And now, it's on to the next segment that I don't have another fancy intro dealie for, where I talk to Scav and M3D about competitive smashing. Really cool stuff, actually. It's a lot of fun to do this, and these guys are pretty big on the forums and in the competitive scene in general, so I was actually rather honored to talk to them. So, enjoy. Alright, Smash fans, uh, I do not have a snazzy intro. I don't have uh, one of those awesome robotic voices saying, you know, new segment. So that'll have to do. Um, I'm not Yoko, so bear with me. Today I have a special segment featuring Scav and M3D talking about the competitive nature of Brawl, what to expect, and what we know now. Uh, I think it'll be fun and a really interesting new um, replacement for the mail time this week. Um, so, I know a lot of people would wonder why Scav and M3D? What's so big about them? So, uh, I'm going to have these two guys introduce themselves really quickly, uh, and also give us a little, um, I don't know, tell us who your favorite character is in Brawl right now, and what character you want the most for Brawl. So, uh, let's start with Scav right now. What's up, guys? I'm Scav, administrator of Smashboards, and you might recognize me from the ill-fated Smashcast that hasn't existed in a little while. But I've been hosting Smash tournaments since the beginning, and favorite melee character is definitely Mario. I can't get enough of the plumber, even though he breaks my heart. And very interested in Sonic for Brawl, I have to say. He's probably going to be the first character I play, assuming he's well, he won't be unlocked, but eventually... Right. And uh, what character do you want the most for Brawl that isn't announced? Well, before this podcast, I was going to say Mega Man. I had my reasons all lined up in a row, and then right before it, I found the news article that said that he was not going to be in Brawl. What? Uh, it was just today, apparently. They asked Inafune if he had been approached, and the creator of Mega Man says nobody had asked him. And he still holds out hope that somebody will ask if Mega Man will, can be in Brawl, but it's two months away. What the there's, hell? There's no way. Mega Man, I thought, was a shoe in He's a, like, a no-doubt kind of character. That's, that's odd. It, there's so much red tape involved in these things. I'm yeah. not really surprised, but we need to get to our other prestigious guests. So I guess I'm going to go back to my old standby of Beautiful Joe. I think he'd be perfect. <laughs> he would, he would, yeah. Um, all right, well... Go ahead, M3D. Hey, everyone. I'm M3D. Some of you guys might know me as just Jason. Um, I was the very first professional Super Smash Bros. Melee tournament director out there. I've hosted more than 30 tournaments, both grassroots stuff that I hosted myself and professional gaming events that I did with other companies. I went on to become a game journalist, and now I am a video game designer, and um, I'm excited to be here. Cool. Uh, and your character in Brawl that you like a lot and the one that you want to see the most? Um, you know, right now I'm really excited about um, both Pit and Pokemon Trainer. And I really hope that all three of the Pokemon on Pokemon Trainer are um, fun to play with and that they're, you know, they're good and competitive. Mm -hmm. But um, Pit's probably going to be the first character that I pick up and really you know, play through the game with and have some fun with online. Mm -hmm. um, if I had to pick one character that hasn't been announced yet that I hope gets in, it has to be Lucario. Um, I haven't ever been, like, a really huge Pokemon fan until recently. I got Diamond and Pearl, and I really think Lucario's not only a cool character, but he's built perfectly f to be in Super Smash Brothers because he's got, you know, he's kind of got a humanoid shape, and he's already a fighter. So um, 
you know, it'd be cool to have him do, you know, like our Aura Sphere or something like that uh, mm-hmm. in the game. So I'm kind of hoping, crossing my fingers, that he's one of the, the secret characters that we don't find out about until right before the game comes out. That'd be kind of cool, yeah, I agree. Um, there's a huge, huge fan base for Lucario right now, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something I don't really understand. Maybe yeah. y'all can clue me in on that, but I um, guess that's just because I'm not a Pokemon player. I mean, he's just a cool character, and he's he's the representative almost of the new generation. Um, after you know the second and third generations, their Pokemon, frankly, they sucked. Like they're, other than Mudkip, you don't know any other Pokemon from that probably. Um, but yeah, Lucario is just. Lucario, Lucario, whatever, is a really, really popular 4th gen, uh, who, who just looks cool, and there's a movie, I, I believe, about him. Yeah, he's got his own movie, and I don't know if it's come to oh. the U.S. yet, but he's incredibly popular in Japan right mm-hmm. now, which is one of the reasons why I really hope that they'll see that his popularity and try and represent the latest generation and get him in there. Plus, you know, um, Serebi Joe did say that, uh, or some other admin for Serebi did say that Serebi Joe said... Lucario replaced Mewtwo, but we don't know how accurate that really is. Yeah, yeah we get a rumor for that every day, it seems. <laughs> yeah, it's, seriously. Um, but okay, so we're going to start off this discussion um, about competitive brawl with items. Um, one, maybe one of you two guys can fill me in as to why exactly items were banned in Melee. You want to take that, Jason? Sure. Um, you know, I don't think items in and of themselves are terrible things for a fighting game, especially one as unique as Super Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely, I mean, I was, you know, a non-tournament player for a long time, all the way through the N64 era and into the beginning of Melee, and so I played with items a lot, and I think they're a lot of fun. Um, but unfortunately, just the random nature of where they come from and the effects that they can have on the game mm-hmm. really break down what you're looking for when you're playing in a tournament. I mean, the idea of a tournament is to measure skill as accurately and fairly as you possibly can mm-hmm. without any outside random influences changing the results. Right. Um, and for a long time, you know, there were tournaments out there that did play with items on, and what they did was they restricted items to only a certain few, mm-hmm. and um, they turned down the spawn rate so they weren't constantly affecting the flow of the game. Um, Texas was one of them, actually. Yeah, and... and we even had a period of time after they were taken out of the bracket play that they were still used in round robin. Oh. Um, but ultimately, just the problem with the exploding items was the biggest problem, because you couldn't turn off the capsules, and you couldn't turn off the boxes and all that sort of stuff. And so these things would fall down into play while you were charging a smash, and then you'd slam into it and blow yourself up and die. You know, And it's just mm-hmm. one of those things where it was just too game-altering. Right. And so we're hoping with Brawl that that system's changed up a little. Well, I mean, now that we know that the boxes, at least the, um, there's the exploding boxes now marked, and so are the sliding boxes. They actually have little wheels, so you can tell when they're sliding boxes. So it looks like they'll be able to be turned on and off. Uh, if we could turn off containers and these exploding ones and these rolling sliding ones, whatever, um, do you see items uh, in that respect at least coming back? I don't think so. Really? I think that means it would be possible. And if it had been available in Melee, then we would be having a different discussion right now. Mm-hmm. But there is such animosity towards items right now that I don't see them ever being respected in tournament play, regardless of whether or not they're actually feasible. Was it only about two years ago when, it was, when they got banned, or, or is it three or something like that? It was pretty recent. Uh, Texas was one of the longest holdouts. It was Texas and California. And we tried really hard to keep items in our tournaments. We, as in 3D said, we lowered the spawn rates, we banned all of the items that could explode or were really unbalancing to the game. We banned 
mushrooms because of Ken, because <laughs> Marth was too broken when the mus- when he got a mushroom. Oh yeah. And what we came across was when we're banning so many items, we banned over half of them. At mm. that point, you might as well just turn them off. And uh, if you take the spawn rate down too low, then getting one item of any kind becomes too unbalancing. And in the end, you can't turn off exploding capsules, and that creates an element of randomness that you don't want to see in a competitive play. Right. Yeah, and you know, I think that there is hope for items in Brawl, but that would mean that we would have to have control over the timing of when they spawn, Mm -hmm. and maybe even the locations that they spawn in. Um, If you watch a game that has power-ups, you know, like a first-person shooter, like the Overshield in Halo or something like that, um, those things come up on a regular, like, timed interval. And so it's something that you can be aware of, and you can kind of plan a strategy around. And so there's some risk versus reward there, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. okay, we're both going to go for this item here, but I might get hit. And so there's some type of, like, competitive merit to it being in there. Um, But the problem is that you could hit an, an opponent off the side and brawl, and then a perfect item to keep them from coming back spawns at your feet. So you don't earn a win, you just get a free win because a random item spawned right at your feet. And that's the sort of thing that's frustrating. Now, if you know that the item's coming and you can plan for that, then that's one thing. But when they just kind of appear at random, they give these uh, arbitrary advantages to one player or another. And I think that's kind of an important word. They're arbitrary. You know, there's no sense of rhyme or reason to it. Um, Then that's frustrating. So, you know, if there's more options for tweaking items, I would hope that we would keep them in. And I would fight to keep them in if we have the option to take the arbitrary nature of them away. But here's the thing. Uh, I, I personally don't believe the arbitrary nature will be tampered with. I think that, you know, they will. It, it's there to stay. But here's the thing about Brawl. You know how you said, well, well, an item spawns at your feet, and that's a free kill while the other person's off the edge. But in Brawl, that's where the difference is. It's not a free kill anymore. Now with this multiple air dodge system, uh, the fact that um, items can be grabbed in the air through, like, while you're doing air attacks um, and things like that, it's quite um dynamic and and quite different from melee um so really makes me believe that the the entire item game will be changed and that items will stop being this overpowering factor the star rod if you uh i don't know if you guys have seen uh people throw the star rod in the um gameplay videos but it doesn't it's not the you know it's not god anymore it doesn't send you flying across the stage at the worst possible angle uh, it's actually quite fair. So I think that they've toned down items as a whole, some of them, not like, you know, the golden hammer or something, you know? Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, it it's, seems like they've really taken into account um, potentially balancing the game uh, competitive play with items. No, I, I really hope that you're right, because I think that items is one of those things that sets Smash apart from other fighters. Um, I also think it's one of the things that makes other you know, competitive gaming communities have a hard time taking Smash seriously, mm-hmm. but in the long run, it would probably be really fun to have item-based tournaments, even if we have, you know, some tournaments that are items, some tournaments that aren't, and uh, we just, you know, the community grows that way, because everybody gets to play they wanna, the way they want to play. Right. I, um, I so I hope you're right in that instance, but we'll, we'll, uh, ultimately, we're just going to have to wait and see what happens when Brawl comes out. Well, another thing to watch is the nature of final smashes. If right. those are well-balanced, then that is the only item that I think will convince the competitive community to want to play with items because it, they're fun. They add a new move set. Mm-hmm. They let you play Zero Suit Samus. And if the only way you can get to them is by playing items, I would find that a pretty compelling reason to leave items in. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they, they did do a good job making it so you can't just grab the, the 
the ball. You have to attack the ball. So there's some. I thought that was a brilliant there. choice. Yeah. When, when I read that, that you have to break it, that makes it right there. That you, it's not like you can just run and grab a maximum tomato. You have to work yeah. for it. Right. So you know, the smash ball maybe, and then also the heel ball maybe. Um, yeah, that's I, a pretty. That. that has a really interesting dynamic to teams play. And honestly, you know, after running thirty plus Smash tournaments in my time, mm. um, singles is still really exciting. It's still really phenomenal. But if I'm going to sit down and play Smash, most of the time I want to play teams. I think teams is really challenging, really interesting, really fun. You get to work with a partner. So I think the heel ball might add a really cool dynamic to two, two versus two play. Well, I mean, um, I haven't actually recorded the segment yet where we talk about the uh, heel ball, but I know Buzz is a very big proponent of doubles. Um, Buzz has been saying for a long time that he believes doubles is, is the future of competitive Smash because it offers such a, a deep metagame. For example, I believe Timmy and Tommy are one of the... Um, I, I, the only team I know of that is professional and that's well known, um, and they use Jigglypuff and Kirby. Kirby, you know, people that aren't viable in uh, you know one v one are mm -hmm. all of a sudden viable again with the right strategies. It really opens up Smash to a whole new world, and and hopefully with online play and whatnot, we'll see a, a larger community growing that enjoys team play. Uh, I think that it, it would be a lot of fun to see that. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah, absolutely, and. N3D's absolutely right that the smash ball, not the smash ball, the team healing item creates, it creates a good tension mm -hmm. because, especially if you're not allowed to use it on yourself, it's not like a heart container appears and you say, hey, you get that, you have more percentage. Mm -hmm. You have to find a way to throw it at your partner and that can be intercepted by your opponent. Right. Uh, plus there could be other items, um, like maybe a power-up item, you know, stuff like that. So it adds a completely interesting and new and awesome dynamic to the game. Uh, I think it'd be really cool to see in the end. Alright. Yeah, um, alright, so that's, that's good about items. Um, let's talk uh, a little bit about stages. Uh, there are a few things that we know about the stages um, in, in Brawl. It seems like most of them are dynamic. They all, almost all of them, other than Battlefield and whatnot, do things that you can't do in the stage builder. Um, and they also seem smaller. The, uh, I mean, even Battlefield and, and everything seems a lot smaller. Smashville looks like it's the, the new Final Destination with just a single platform above it that moves. But um, when we saw it in play, people are actually, you know, really big in comparison to the stage. So uh, is this, you think, a, a balancing technique um, for the heavy characters? Or w what do you guys think? Scabs, well, take it away. It's interesting to me that when hearing people talk about the stages, there's people that fall on either side. Some people think that they're too boring, and some people think they're too dynamic. Mm -hmm. The main thing that I've been paying attention to is stages that look like clones of current stages. So if we had Icicle Mountain is banned currently, mm -hmm. and then you have that Donkey Kong level that looks exactly like it. Ugh. And so you might be able, we can speculate that it will be banned too. Obviously, the way that the characters are more floaty now will come into play. Mm -hmm. But New Pork City, it's pretty likely that that'll just be the new Hyrule, and yeah. we're not going to want to mess with that. Right. I, I think, actually, um, you know, why don't we say really quick uh, why stages were banned in, in uh, Melee? Because there's a For lot this, of different reasons. Everybody should go check out a post that was made by 
alpha zealots. It was made several months ago before the delay was announced, but he put up some really, really good reasons for why every stage in Melee was banned. And uh, Samurai Panda, I'll go ahead and send you a link to that. And you Actually, can yeah, no, I read that. that. It's, it's good. It's really good. Yeah, for people, people, you, you definitely need to see it. It's um, a really, really interesting thread. Um, although I, I believe some of the reasons weren't stated. Things like um, for walk-off stages, uh, the back throw camping, uh, I don't think he stated that. He mostly just said, you know, wave shine for uh, places with walk-off. So there are more complicated reasons uh, that I've slowly, slowly began to realize. Um, and really, it really confuses me as to whether or not they'll be banned and what will, what is criteria for a banned stage. Like, do you guys think well, there's a single stage right now that you can say for sure is banned? Here's an easy way to break it down. The way I see it, there's really only three reasons that stages are banned. Mm -hmm. One of them is camping. And that includes both infinite camping or something on uh, Venom, where it just really deteriorates the quality of the game. Right. Another one is uh, randomness, and especially bad kinds of randomness, like falling to the stage on Brinstar. It's not, and also being able to camp indefinitely on Brinstar. Mm -hmm. And the final one is Fox. Just yeah. several stages are straight up banned because of Fox, because of the infinites that he can pull, and because mm -hmm. of how dominating he can be on some of them. Yeah, and that's that's actually pretty interesting to note, considering that we were just talking about how a lot of the stages seem smaller. Mm -hmm. um, even with the characters being floatier and the DI being more pronounced, um, there are a couple stages out there. Um, you know, you consider like, uh, what's it, Yoshi's Story, where it has the what it, we call pipes, where you got the pipe on the side, and mm. um, there's the walk-off edge on the one side where, you know, Fox can wave shine you all the way up. The smaller a stage is, um, the better really powerful characters are on that stage. Um, but, you know, with Fox, he had that combination of having a couple of moves that were incredibly powerful, and he was incredibly fast. And, so and the infinite. You could, yeah, and the infinite. So yeah. you could get a ton of, you know, there were some stages that probably could have worked competitively, mm -hmm. but it was so easy with certain characters to rack up kills because they were really small. So it'd be interesting to see how Nintendo balanced this whole idea of, like, stage size versus character power. And, and you know, so, uh, I mean, right. like we said with items, ultimately we can't know until we get the game and we really have a, a chance to tear it apart and really develop a metagame for course, it. Yeah. Um, but Which we will. That's what the backroom is for. It's one mm -hmm. thing that we have now that we didn't have when Melee come, came out was a really wonderful leadership community. Right. Everybody's been doing this for such a long time, and I can promise you there will not be a knee-jerk over banning items just because they're items. There's going to be a lot of thought put into this. Yeah. Um, I'm actually a very big proponent of... Um, I, I made a post once in the uh, Staffer Shack, which is, uh, for people who don't know, that's a place where moderators and uh, administrators and whatnot uh, talk about you know, just a site and how it works and whatnot. I used to be part of uh, a site called Game Replays, which is um, the smashboards for every computer RTS game ever created. Are you guys familiar with the site at all? No, I'm not. No, I'm not either. Well, if you guys ever get into, like, StarCraft 2 or something like that, or any RTS game, Warcraft, um, you know, they also have, uh, what was that one, Warhammer, they have everything there. They have, mm -hmm. um, this is the biggest com competitive, community, competitive community for RTS games um, on the computer, period. Uh, and what they used to have was this one room. It's, it's exactly like the back room where only the best people can talk about it and only people who are recognized by the community as uh, very intelligent or very, uh, very good smashers are allowed in. Um, except it also has the dynamic of it's open to the public for reading. 
So, uh, all right, yeah. you need Jason. You need to take this one away because we've had this <laughs> conversation many, many times. Really, regarding yes. our version of that, which is the Smashback Room. Right. Um, which for actually, the people out there that don't know, I'm the the moderator in charge of the Smashback Room, and he, I kind of let's, set a let's new be vision. accurate here, Jason. N3D is the reason you're not in the Smashback Room. <laughs> Wait, who? <laughs> oh, you are, because it, there's. I just need to get this off my chest real quick. One thing that Smashboards does is it lets people apply to a room even if there's another way to get into it. And so it's actually very frustrating to them when they apply and then don't receive a response. And so everyone that's applied for the Smash back room or the real back room, you weren't rejected because we don't like you. It's because it's a very, it's a separate application process that is based on different things. Right. Right. Um, wait, so... What am I explaining about? Oh, okay. The, um, why it's not readable. Mm -hmm. The biggest problem that we have with the whole idea of making it readable to everybody else is that what it would do is it would basically mess up the, kind of the integrity of the conversations there because what we'll have is the people in the Smashback room will start a conversation about a particular item, stage, character, whatever. Mm -hmm. What will happen is all the people that are reading that topic are going to go back to general discussion and they're going to create a topic that says in response to SBR topic is Fox good and then they're going to post their responses and then people are going to be reading back and forth and it's just going to turn into a two room conversation and create two posts that are basically all the same and um, I think it'll create a lot of spam for the boards, which we certainly don't need, considering that Brawl is coming out. We've got this huge influx of new players coming from other places. Um, and also, we want to allow the, the players that are back there a little bit of peace, because what will end up happening, too, is that they're going to get constantly bombarded mm -hmm. by PMs with people trying to make their point and convince the person that their argument's wrong and whatever else. Right. And I don't want them to be scared of coming and contributing to these conversations. It's taken a long time to develop that leadership community back there, and I don't want to destroy it by, you know, chasing people away from the forums. Well, I completely understand your point, um, and the thing is, uh, when I was I was actually part of Game Replays, I played Battle for, Mil Battle for Middle Earth 2 uh, when that first mm -hmm. came out. I enjoyed that a lot. It was really fun. I was part of the competitive community for a while, and um, <clears throat> I was recognized very early as a very intelligent poster, and apparently other people nominated me, and I actually got part of this backroom at a very early stage, at like 30 posts or something, um, which was unheard of at the time, whatever. So, uh, you know, I became part of that community, but what was really interesting is they worked together almost. The the uh, competitive community and the like uh, the community in the backroom, basically, in this equivalent of the backroom, and in the equivalent of the general brawl room, uh, they almost worked together, and actually it um, the interchanging relations between them and the debates that go on and the discussions that, that the other people have about these debates um, in these other rooms really fostered an um, incredibly intelligent community, incredibly uh, advanced community, and in fact took their games really far, really fast. The competitive community, I've seen like the um, competitive communities evolving over time and how some games evolve. I've seen a lot of examples of this, but I've never seen any game before that I've been a part of evolve so fast because they grew off of this, uh, you know, knowledge. They, eat, they you know, um, it, it was really quite amazing to me how fast they evolved, how fast new strategies came up because someone said this and they, th then someone else took it and did that with it. And it was just 
blew me away. And I thought if Smash gets this, the competitive community will evolve so quickly. One person or something in the in this competitive community can find you know some sort of glitch, um, maybe you know, a wave dash thing. Says, oh well, that's interesting. That sometimes happens. And then someone in the casual community then takes it to the next level and finds out how you can do it consistently, blah, 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 and they research it, whatnot. And it's really like a hand-in-hand kind of growth thing. So I know that there are downsides, like you said, M3D, M3D but um, I believe personally that there'll be more positives than negatives. In the end, it's not my call to make. It's <laughs> your guys's, you know. Well, it's certainly something to consider. And one thing that's important to note to all the players that are out there um, that aren't a part of the Smash back room at this point um, is that it's not like we're like some fortress of solitude <laughs> or like a secret club. Like, there's no secret mm, handshake. It's not like yeah. It's not like we consider ourselves like super high and way above everybody else. We don't keep secrets. Um, if we discover a technique, um, we are going to probably all, you know, someone's going to share the information, and then people are going to test it and make sure that it's really a technique and not just somebody blowing steam. And then once we figured it out, we're going to make a post about it in the general brawl discussion or wherever the appropriate form is for it. And the community is going to get the opportunity to get all the knowledge mm-hmm. that we have and really test it and take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, we've never been secretive. Yeah, we've never been secretive with that information. Um, right. So, I don't think that it's one of those situations where we're going to be keeping secrets and developing a meta game <laughs> in private, or you know, it's not going to be one of those yeah. things. It's not a conspiracy. We're not the Majestic Twelve or the Skull and Bone Society or anything <laughs> else. Um, that stuff's going to go out there, and people are going to know about it, and they're going to be able to get involved in the whole process of developing the meta game. So, mm-hmm. never fear. Mm-hmm. We have your best interests in mind, and I will certainly consider your arguments, Panda, when we're making decisions Thank for this. You. And Panda brings up a very good point, because the need here is for transparency, and it's now more than ever because there's so much frustration between casual players and competitive players, and everybody's concerned that items are going to be banned without anybody having a say in it, or this thing is going to be banned, or suddenly we're all going to be using this strategy that really shouldn't be in there. And nobody in the community really has an interest in making that happen. None of us gain anything by banning items off the bat. Right. Um, Plus, I think that a lot of those people that complain about items being banned don't know why they were banned, don't have any reasons. And the only reasons they get are the other people who know about why they were banned and kind of just relay that conversation. Whereas in this situation, this transparent situation, you can just link them to the thread and say, this is exactly why I got banned. This is the debate that led to this item or that item or, you know, why we use some items over others. Uh, or why they're all banned completely, or why there is or is not Smash Ball in competitive, you know, play, um, and they they can just link to that forum, and they can just link to that thread, whatever, and say read that, that these are the you know best players, the most intelligent people, the the um, most skilled people talking about the pros and cons. But uh, anyways, I think we're getting a little off track, just you mm-hmm. know, just a tad from stages. But um, yeah, actually, uh, let's move on to advanced techniques. It seems like we're moving that direction anyways. Um, so wave dashing is gone. Um, what do you guys think? Oh, it's a sad day for me because I've been around since very early in all this, and mm-hmm. I thought wave dashing really added a cool element to it. It really expanded the mind games. But honestly, it's a new game, and as much as I would kind of like 
to play Melee with a bunch of new characters. Ultimately, I don't want Melee 2.0. I want a brand new game with new techniques and new tactics, and I want to see the community grow from that. Um, so, you know, I'm sad that it's gone, but also I don't think that just because wave dashing is gone that the game's not going to be as technically deep or whatever. I think we're just going to have to find new techniques. Here's what I liked about wave dashing, and same thing with L-canceling, actually. Was it was a very simple thing to do that then added a layer of complexity to the game. Right. And that's what Brawl needs. It, Mario Kart has it to a degree also. You see it in uh, parrying in, I think, Street Fighter 3 it is, where you can play the game at the first level. And then once you learn the strategy that can be applied to everything, mm-hmm. it then makes a simple game very complex. Yeah, um, I totally agree with that, but um, a lot of people are saying that they're not gone per se. They're just gone in the form that we knew them as. So um, wave dashing, for example, you can't do off the bat, but you can actually wave land, if you guys have noticed that. Um, right, mm-hmm. I saw that in some of the, the impression posts that I had saw when people went and played the demo. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, honestly, it's just it's one of those things where we're going to have to wait and see. Um I don't think that we're going to see all of exactly the same advanced techniques, but I think there are going to be advanced techniques that are going to help to separate, you know, create a skill gap between mm-hmm. the players that just play for fun and the players that play hardcore and really practice. And the funny thing is, wave dashing was never really that technique. The poor technique, yeah. it's such a bad rap. This yeah, it's true. Yeah. I mean, L-canceling and teching and DI were way more important all the way through the competitive game than wave dashing ever was. Wave dashing is another wrinkle to it, but being able to L-cancel consistently is like one of the biggest things that separates pros from amateurs. Yeah. Um, being able to tech off of walls, I mean, just the way that people edge tech sometimes as they're getting hit or if they get spiked or whatever else, that's way more important than being able to wave dash at the right time. So I know that wave dash gets a lot of, you know, there are people rejoicing on, in the brawl room <laughs> when they confirmed that wave dashing wasn't back in. Yeah. But um, ultimately, it's not that important to whether the game's going to be successful or whether it's going to be fun. Right, yeah, and... Um Actually, there's something I've noticed, a trend that I've noticed. Um, I think I've discussed this once before. I think maybe maybe it was in a roundtable. It might have just been me talking to Yoko as a casual thing. But um, there are two types of skill I see in Melee. There are um, technical skills, like you know, your finger speed, things like wave dashing and whatnot, like if you're able to do it in L-canceling um, and stuff like that. And then there are, you know, basically understanding the game, mind games, um, understanding character knowledge. Exactly. Character knowledge is huge. Uh, angles for me is a big thing. Like I'll hit someone at a different angle where priorities are and stuff and understanding their attacks and, and things like that versus other people's attacks and how they interact. And, and though that skill, se- it seems to me like, you know, is what Sakurai is really emphasizing. Um, he's taking out the technical skill as much as possible. L-canceling is still in the game, but doesn't require you to have amazing timing or precise timing. Uh, wave dashing is still in the game, or rather wave landing is still in the game, but it doesn't require you to actually wave dash, or it doesn't require you to move your fingers like that. It's easy to do, technically, um, but hard to master, essentially, and he, it really seems like he's turning all of these technical skills into these more, you know, smash-the-game-itself-related skills. Um, and that's just the way I see him progressing the advanced community. Um, and I think it's a good thing overall. It could be worse. He could already have confirmed wobbling, laser canceling, and, uh, ice climbers glitching. (laughs) Yeah. And 
really when you look at any competitive game, those are the two aspects. Um, there's the talent, there's the raw skill, that sort of thing, and then there's the tactics, which is a combination of, you know, mind games, um, memorization, knowledge about the game, experience, that sort of stuff. And so right. frame rate. That, yeah, yeah, that sort of thing is in both, uh, you know, those, those two aspects are the two sides of competitive gaming, and no matter what game that you play, mm-hmm. that sort of thing ex- exists. Um, and there's kind of a push, you know, there's a, a push and pull with that. And so, um, even if we start to see the game start to push towards the tactics end of, end of things, mm-hmm. people are going to discover things that are going to expand the talent. I don't think right. that any game has ever been programmed so you know, tightly, so perfectly, that there aren't things that um, players can do that the developer didn't foresee at the beginning. Right. Um, and that's one of the beautiful things about the video games in general, because if you make a movie, people only see what you make. Mm-hmm. Um, if you write a song, people only hear what you sing. But if you create a game, people are going to do things with it that you don't expect. And that's right. a beautiful thing about the game industry and about being a video gamer. Um, so I think it's exciting, and I think we're going to discover things as the game ages that, um, you know, when Super Smash Brothers 4 comes out, whatever they want to <laughs> call it, um, Super Mega Ultra Deluxe Smash Brothers or That's whatever, people are going to be rejoicing that, uh, you know, whatever new techniques we discovered now that become a staple of the competitive game aren't included. You know, the game's going to continue to evolve, oh, yeah. and that's fantastic. It is. Um, all right, I think that's, that's good on the advanced techniques. Um, I think we're going to round this out, uh, the last point being online play, but this is a big point, uh, how it's going to evolve the community and um, how big it's going to be, and, of course, online versus, you know, in real life. Um, but, you know, actually, I'm kind of curious. Do you guys think that online tournaments will become a big thing or, or a possible thing, like a viable thing? Hard to say. I hope so. I think I w- it will. Um, I would like be- to see that. It'll be different than playing in a live event. Absolutely, it'll be different. Um, but it doesn't mean that it won't be viable and it won't be a fun thing to do. Yeah. That's, I mean, a lot of people, though, have, um, you know, wanted to create you know, tournaments exclusive to online and entire brackets and, and communities, like, you know, that are revolving around online play. But it's going to get lag, you know. No matter what you do, it's going to have lag. And I don't know if that's really viable for the competitive community as as a main, you know, uh, tournament in real life replacing aspect. If you guys, I, I don't know, I'm kind of confusing myself with, with what I'm saying, but, you know, you get what I'm saying? No, um, well, if, is... if we go, go back to what we were talking about before, um, where you have kind of that divide between tactics and talent. Those mm-hmm. are the two sides, right? Um, if you look at a game like like Halo 2, or Halo 3 now, I guess, I haven't really played much of it, but when you play online... Um, the lag and the way that they compensate for lag reduces the necessity for you to be incredibly accurate when you're shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sort of thing happens in other online fighting games, too. The accuracy issue is toned down a little bit because either there's lag that's going to prevent you from doing it or there's going to be some type of compensation method that's going to give you more wiggle room than you would have in a live competition. Right. And I believe um, it was Shonen Jump, was it? There's another DS jump, fighting game that when jump, there's oh, jump lag... Jump all of the stars, yeah. That and one, there's also that the one there's lag that just game. slows down. BDS2? Right. Yeah. Or BDS2nd. Um, Bleach BDS2nd was a really good game, too, that it was online. But that was, I think, uh, not really comparable to Smash in a sense because it, it is a frame-by-frame um, 2D Street Fighter-esque fighter. So, um, um, but ultimately, what happens when you play online is that it emphasizes tactics over talent. 
Mm. Um, and so it's going to be a different game to play online, but that doesn't necessarily make it not viable or not worth doing or not even enjoyable. I mean, right. a lot of us are going to have a lot of fun playing quote-unquote competitive matches online. It's just going to be a little bit different than when you play in a live match. Mm -hmm. And so I think the debate's going to rage over which one's better and whatnot. Um, but ultimately, it's just a push and pull. When you play in a live event, it's going to be faster paced. Right. Um, there's not going to be any lag to save you, so you're not going to be able to <laughs> use just a priority move or a long-lasting move or something with a lot of coverage, you know, like a mm -hmm. forward smash from Marth, like you would in Melee, um, to protect yourself constantly. And right. so it's going to be one of those games where when you play live, it's going to be a little bit faster. It's going to push the talent end of the spectrum a little bit better. When you play... Mm -hmm in an online competition, it's just going to push the tactics side a little bit more. Right. Um, and you are going to see a diffusion of strategies a whole lot faster than we did with Melee. Yeah. It's as soon as somebody finds a good combo with uh, Zelda that can be used online, a lot of people are going to be doing that. Like, yeah. Jason, you saw that with Strikers for a little bit, didn't you? Well, yeah. I mean, people, obviously, when you're playing online, um, people see strategies and talk about strategies online way faster than you would in an offline game. I mean, when Melee first came out, uh, Smashboards was still was much, much smaller than it was you know, now, nowadays, and most people played with their little group, and maybe with another little group that was nearby, and you had kind of local, regional tournaments that went on, and so um, a unique metagame kind of developed in every region, you know, and you saw like, True. the West Coast had their own rules for tournaments, um, they were the first ones to really start L canceling very consistently and all that, um, and they pushed a, a lot on um, kind of having a balanced game overall. In the Midwest, it was all about mind games, and you saw characters like Ganon and Peach being really important out there. Um, and the metagame was just very different. And on the East Coast, it was a very, very technical, really fast-paced mm -hmm. game. And so there was a difference depending on where you played, just because of what players were there and how they played, and over time that homogenized as we started having national tournaments and people started discussing more me? and video became prevalent. I mean, I remember before you, when you could barely find good Smash videos out there, and now there's you know a whole room on Smash Sports Forum, and all you have to do is go. To oh, I think we just lost M3D there really fast. Um, okay, well, one minute. We'll get them right back. Okay, so uh, sorry, M3D cut off in mid-sentence there. Um, so you want to finish your your thought? Do you remember where you were? Um, well, I was saying something about you know having a hard time finding videos online, mm -hmm. and now videos are there. Um, so I mean, ultimately, I guess the point is strategies. The game's going to develop very quickly because of online play and because of uh, what we have available to us these days as far as technology is concerned. Yeah. And I don't think it's going to be like tournament mode and melee where, it, yeah, it's there, <laughs> but nobody uses it. Right. Um, but okay, so I, I think we should wrap up with uh, one final point about online uh, finding people. Uh, and, and really just setting that up with people. It, it's a really a huge hassle usually, and um, there are a lot of people even now trying um, to get a solution to somehow fix this. And I know you guys actually have something going. Um, and how about you guys, when you guys uh, explain this? Okay. Um, well, ultimately, how you play online is going to you know, going to be determined by what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Some people just want to play with friends, and they're going to pass codes around. That's Nintendo's solution to playing online and finding people to play with. Um, 
you know, I think Smashboards is just going to have kind of a casual match finder. They're working on something like that right now. Mm-hmm. What Scav and I have kind of envisioned is putting together a site where people are going to be able to find each other, get into leagues, and um, compete against one another for ranked play. And so we're going to have a match finder, but we're going to have a league system with scheduled matches and the ability to play whenever. Um, so we had started playing a league, and then we found out about the guy who was starting the Smash League, and I think some of you guys saw his post in the mm-hmm. brawl room. So we've kind of joined forces. And so we're launching um, just this week, wifiwars.com. Um, nice. There's no space, no dash, whatever. It's just wifiwars.com. Mm-hmm. And um, we are going to kind of combine all of our talents to create a place, kind of a one-stop shopping for finding people to play online in Smash, uh, Pokemon, Mario Kart, and all the other games that Nintendo supports online. And on top of all of that, we're going to kind of post some strategy guides, um, feature articles, that sort of thing, to... Um, you know, give you guys kind of a total package for competitive gaming if you're a fan of Nintendo. That's, mm-hmm. that's and there really is a solution for everybody where we talked a lot about this whole thing about casual versus competitive, and mm-hmm. it, this is a game for everyone. That's what's so clear about what Sakurai and the team is doing. And so that's why the match finder is important, so we're going to have a really, really easy way to find friend codes for other people that are looking for a match right then. Mm-hmm. And then also a way for you to compare your skills with everyone else. It's it's a ladder system. There is a real drive for people that want to try to be as good as they can possibly be and rise to the top there. Hmm. Right. So we're going to have uh, leaks that are competitive, and then we're just going to have kind of a fun match finder type of thing where you can keep tracks of wins and losses, but it's not ranked. And you just meet up with other people, get online and play, and have a good time. Um, quick question, actually. I, I don't know this. Uh, is it associated with Smashboards? Loosely, at mm. the moment, there's it. We you can't really have a partnership or anything, mm-hmm. but Gideon's aware of our plans, and right. we've all had conversations about it. And so, there's no animosity between any of us. We're just right. kind of setting it up. This is not nothing will ever be a Smashboards killer. And at oh, the no, same no. time, you yeah. can't operate in the Smash sphere and not have something to do with Smashboards. No, For no. instance, we're on this very nice Show Me Your News podcast right now. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I think you guys are really on the track, um, on a good track, and, and I've been looking forward for a solution for a while now. I've been waiting for, you know, this site to come up where I, I can finally go, because, frankly, no one likes friend codes. If you do, you're lying to yourself and to others. <laughs> you're suck. right. So, uh, yeah, um, plus, of course, uh, friend codes, you know, having a place to go for those will save a lot of hassle. I know the Jump Ultimate Stars boards uh, on uh, GameFAQs right now are still one of the most popular DS boards simply because people talk and exchange friend codes. That's it. They just have to make threads and posts about Mm -hmm. that. And Uh, we're hoping that it will allow you to, yeah, you can play random matches, but a great thing about competitive games and online games is being able to play a match against someone and really having a great match with them and wanting to play a second time. Yeah. That definitely is a big deal. Um... Okay, so I think we should wrap this up uh, really quickly with um, just what you guys overall think about Brawl, with all of the updates that we've gotten, and, and just your overall impression uh, about Brawl. And uh, I think, go ahead, Scav, you can start. I might buy it. I've, I've heard it might be alright. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm as stoked as anybody. I'm already setting up plans for driving out to Lubbock, Texas, to hang out with the old D-crew, and... <laughs> find a midnight sale and then just play up stay up all night playing it nice 
Um, I'm excited as I've ever been for a game to come out. Uh, I'm planning on taking the day off of work um, the day after it comes out and just playing online and having fun and, you know, writing some articles for Wi-Fi Warriors and just enjoying the game. You know, it's my favorite series, and that says a lot because, I mean, I've done, you know, I've been involved in competitive gaming and gaming my whole life. Um, I've played in tons of tournaments, not just for Smash, but for other games, other genres, and, um, I've never been so excited for a new game to come out. So, yeah. this, you know, I'm, I, regardless of whether it turns out to be just as competitive as Melee was or not, I'm excited. Yeah, actually, I can uh, I can relate to that because since I was young, I grew up with a, a brother who's two years older than me. He's really close to me, one of my best friends right now, and um, we used to play 2D Fighters a lot. Uh, and I used to we used to actually train for tournaments and whatnot and go to them, and um, we played everything from, you know, X-Men Children of the Atom to, you know, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 to uh, Guilty Gear XX, um, Accent Core is the newest one that we I, I've played, and, you know, I play 3D Fighters, Soul Calibur, stuff like that too, and out of all of these fighting games and the fighting genre as a whole, Smash Brothers has really taken me um, to another level, and um, is my favorite game as well, so I... I completely agree with that sentiment or and that like you know this is a big thing and this is the only game I've been this excited for in my life so I think you know everyone um, is going to be really happy come February 10th or whatever your region is uh, so I, I think with that uh, I'm Samurai Panda I, I've uh, joined by Scav and M3D thank you guys been so a pleasure. much yeah um, yeah, thanks for having us. Wi-Fi Wars definitely check it out it will be awesome uh, and um with that, that's probably the end of the podcast. If may or may not have a brawl viewpoint, I'm not sure right now, but we'll see. Uh, all right, have a good night, you guys. All right, thanks. And that does it for this special flashback edition of Show Me Your News. I'd like to thank Buzz for his incredible co-hosting ability, Colbusman, Pyro Loser Kid, and Mick for their awesome guest appearances, and Scav and M3D for their insight into the competitive scene. <laughs> I cannot tell you how difficult this episode was to record. Gathering so many people for a single week is not very fun. Each and every part of this was recorded at a different time of the day, and usually on different days, too. Ridiculous. I kind of see why doing the podcast is so stressful for Yoko. And my prediction for next week? Uh, well, I'll, I'll go for Sheik, just because I think it's about time Zelda gets her special moves. And with that, I'm Samurai Panda, and I'm out. <laughs>
Smash World forums. This is Colosman, and I'm going to give my Easter egg to Yoko. Dude, how could you not remember how fast I could do the Quagmire Giggity? Let me show you. Giggity, 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 like in the back that of your mind. That is what you get for, what, six years of trumpet? You get giggity that, giggity. Trumpet did that for you? Triplet hunging. <laughs> that's, how, that's how you would do really fast triplets. All right, Buzz, you, go ahead. You, you, you can try now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Tuba, Tuba mode. Giggity, 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 giggity. <laughs> I'm a flute player, and I can't even do that. <laughs> come on, Sugar. Let, let's have you try, too. No. Mm -hmm. uh, come on, come on. Go ahead. Pretty I can't please. even flutter tongue. Pretty please, pretty I'm please. I'm ashamed of flutes. <laughs> pretty please. Just say pretty giggity. The giggity, giggity. Is it diggity? <laughs> diggity, 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 diggity. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, you guys don't want to hear me try. It's it's, it's disgusting. My voice is no, no. We got it. 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 Got it. Got it. Got it. Samurai Panda, the other SP just gave you a command. All right, fine. I'll I'll do it for sugar. Okay. Giggy, giggy fuck. Uh, I like my body. Like knows I'm trying to do this, and I'm on the spot, and just it locks up. Good job. I used to be able to do it twice before I body locked up. That was amazing to me. Your your attempt on the. The episode was pretty good. I mean, you couldn't keep it going, but you were pretty fast for the couple of rounds you did. It was it's three four three fifty two right now in the morning. It's well, maybe you should move west. That wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> uh, for some reason, I was thinking that you said like move west isn't like walk to the west, and I was like, which direction is west right now? <laughs> Take four steps to the west, three steps north, and try it again. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> oh man. Oh. All right. That